years after defeating the Joker, Batman is once again called upon when Gotham is terrorized by the Red Triangle Gang, led by the hideous Penguin and aided by crooked businessman Max Shrek. Femme Fatale Catwoman also joins the picture and stirs the pot both in and out of costume. Welcome back to another feature presentation of Midnight Double Feature, and on this episode, we'll be covering 1992's Batman Returns, directed by Tim Burton. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Midnight Double Feature. Uh, as you guys heard, we're going to be talking about Batman Returns on this episode. Uh, Zoheb, how you doing? I'm good, dude. How you doing, man? Tis the season. Merry Christmas. I know, right? Uh, I, or as Mike Tyson likes to say, Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Merry, Merry Christmas to all and to all good night. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, dude, I'm doing well. I am uh, very stoked. Dare I dare I steal your word? Very keen to talk about uh, Batman <laughs> to talk about Batman Returns. Um, you know, you picked Die Hard as like one of your Christmas favorites. I you know, <clears throat> I'm not going to say that this isn't one of my Christmas favorites. It's if I had to pick a Christmas movie, you know, it's going to be one that I pick. It's not one that like, oh, every Christmas I got to watch Batman Returns. You know, I'm not like I'm not like that. You know, I'm not like that dedicated to it. But oh, if, I thought I thought you picked this because this is a 90s movie, which is what you do. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> it's not a Colin move. <laughs> yeah. Hey, d- what what year did it come out? Oh, around 2012. Next. No, um, no, no. <laughs> but uh, but no, I'm I'm super I'm super excited to talk about it. Uh, this was a movie that I just dude I I mean we had this on VHS when I was a kid. We had this and like like I said before, Monster Squad and Teen Wolf was another one. We had a, we had a lot we had a, a we had a lot of VHSs, but we only kept about ten or twelve of them in repeat. And this this was one of them. I can remember the case and and looking at it, you know, the way their heads are stacked on the cover of it is so fucking cool. It's so awesome looking, um, and just the just that cold feeling that this movie kind of gave off. You know, obviously it's a you know it's a wintertime setting, and the penguins in the Arctic Zoo and all that stuff. But but this movie has I, I, it it changed the way that I watched movies. Like as a kid, like it really got into my head. Like there's a lot of stuff because this movie came out about a week after I turned two years old. Um, yeah, ninety. It's like June something of ninety two. So. I remember, like I said, watching this on VHS and just so much stuff about it, like, blew my mind, but it fucking just disturbed me at the same time. Like, it really did as a little kid. Uh, More so, way more so stuff from DeVito. You know, it's not really Christopher Walken that creeps me out. You know, it's really, it's, it's really fucking Danny DeVito because holy shit, he is just terrifying in this movie. Um, Because, I I mean, just every, him eating the raw fish or when he bites that guy in the face, I was like, what the fuck? Um, So I've, I've still, I, I, I struggle to think of something like this that I've that I've seen before that reminds me of fucking Batman Returns, unless it's something something that Tim Burton made. Um, but this had a huge impact on my childhood. This was my Batman, you know, except for Kevin Conroy in the animated series. Um, 
you know, this this definitely was like my Batman movie of choice. I know a lot of people would fucking literally cut me from ear to ear and put me on a pole and run me out of town for saying that. But this is like one of my definitive. I I I I tell you what, I'm gonna fucking throw a proclamation out. You hearing me? You hear me? You there? You fucking hear me on this? God, I, I, I nearly <laughs> fell asleep, but God. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> not there was not a better Batman movie to me until even I no not even Batman Begins. Dark Knight. Dark Knight was the only thing that like toppled Batman Returns for me because it was, I mean, it's just inarguably a better film. You know, there's no way you can argue that. Uh, well, I, think, but- I think I think a lot of people will, will agree with you there, though. I mean, like, Batman Begins isn't for everyone. Like, it's still got... I mean, like as grounded as it is, it's still got a few kind of like silly elements, like uh, like the microwave emitter, um, like that's a bit out there. But I mean, like after this, dude, you have Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Like right. there is no fucking way those two movies are going to topple this. Right, exactly, and like so many people prefer the uh, you know the original eighty nine you know Nicholson you know Batman, and I get that. My brother Adam and I always have this debate because he's such a big fan of the original one, and I'm like, nah, dude. Batman Returns, and he, dude, I can see him throwing his arms up and she'd be like, no, no, you know, and he always makes fun of Christopher Walken's character and shit, which, I mean, it's an easy, it's an easy movie to poke fun of, and it is... It is kind of convoluted. It, it has a really heavy plot, and it's hard to not hard to follow sometimes. But man, is it hard as a you know you always hear in screenwriting. Give me your pitch. You know, give me your pitch for a movie. This would be really hard to pitch. Do you think? Uh totally, dude. Like you were talking, um, uh, like a little behind the scenes thing. Like you were talking about how you were going to sort of like structure and word our intro for this episode. Like before, you know, the like our little music theme intro, whatever the fuck we do. And, and like it, it didn't really occur to me how kind of difficult to put into words this movie is like it's very um i'll I'll get into it my thoughts but i think that informs my opinion of this movie very highly um and it was very subconscious like the the whole it's it's tough to kind of get a handle on what this movie is right yeah it's a very it's it's like a three-headed beast you know you've got a lot of different stuff going on uh for better or for worse but but really, I, I, I just I love this movie. You know, it's it, please if Warner Brothers and DC Entertainment, if you were listening to me, please, please, at some point, make this Gotham from this movie playable in Arkham Knight. Please, dude, please do that. <laughs> like, dude, I would I would I, I'll give you all the monies right now. Shut up and take my money. I will give you so much money right now if you give me the Keaton suit, the original Batmobile and this this Gotham in wintertime running around play, and, and, and fighting people. Like, holy shit, I'm a huge Arkham Knight fan. I love that game. I mean, who doesn't love Grand Theft Auto Batman, basically? You know, it's it, it, like... Isn't, it, um, is it, isn't the Caton suit available in Arkham City? Did you ever play Arkham City? Yeah, yeah, it, and it is available in Arkham Knight. You can get them, with the, but that's the only thing. You can get the Batmobiles, but you can only use them in races. And I was like, dude, come on, man. Oh, like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah. but, but, I mean, the Batmobile in Arkham Knight is just so overpowered and does so much crazy shit. It would it's be hard. a tank. Yeah. Right, yeah, it would be hard to pull that off with like 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 fucking Val Kilmer's you know uh Batmobile but uh either way I just you know I I adore this movie for better or for worse it's one of the it's one of those movies that 
as I grow up and I watch it, there's still not a whole lot of things that I'm like, dude, that's just, no, this is just awful. This is just terrible. You know, maybe plot wise, there's a couple things that can be cut out. Um, I think you can tell that this, this script has a lot of other people's fingerprints on it. It has a lot of people. It was, it was very much so like a Frankenstein's monster of one script was written and they held, they held over elements from that. And then that, you know, that scrap, that script, that script got scrapped and then they held over elements from that, um, which the, you know, they did a lot. This was, this has, this went on to like three or four different people. Um, and really interesting just how this movie got made. Um, actually, Hey, do you remember has a brilliant episode, uh, about this where they, thank they, you. Dude, I, was they, about to, I was about to say it because there, there is, I mean, we, we, we dropped, we name dropped them all the time. Hey, do you remember? And LSG both. I guarantee you guys, before we jump into this episode, uh, they did this better than we did. <laughs> <laughs> dude. Well, I mean, it's, it's also, you know, you, you go into, uh, to Chris and hey, do you remember their love for, for Batman? Chris, yeah, um, Chris lives and breathes Batman. Right, exactly. Which hey, there's not, nothing wrong with that, dude. I'm fucking staring at a Batman poster right now on my walls. But I mean, the the guy has just such a passion for it, and and it, and it comes across in the episode. So please, guys, if you're listening to this, turn it off and go listen to. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but no, go go out and uh, and check out. Hey, do you remember's coverage of uh, of Batman and Batman Returns? And I, you know, I just listened to the Batman and Robin episode the other day because it was around Thanksgiving time and that episode is fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, also also Chris's uh, episode uh, The Road to Gotham is yeah uh, easily one of the most powerful episodes of podcasting you'll hear uh, ever. It's it's uh, He did such a great such a great job with that episode and all of Hedy, remember, did a great job with that episode. Yeah, it's it's fucking great. Um, but yeah, I there's th- there's a lot of awesome stuff behind the scenes that, that how this movie got made and and um, and you know the, the the literally at one point Warner Brothers backlot fifty percent of it was taken up with this set just this set alone took up fifty percent of their backlot I'm like holy shit like that is fuck I mean god damn that has to be one big ass set dude they said Michelle Pfeiffer would get lost on the way to work because the fucking set Jeez. was so big um, but either way you know I'm just I, I'm super excited to get into it you know Danny DeVito you know and and, and <laughs> <laughs> and Christopher Walken and and and, and all I mean Bobbles. yeah <laughs> he's like yeah I, God dude his his speech patterns in this just bewilder me um, oh they're crazy but uh but yeah Danny Vito Michelle Pfeiffer Michael Keaton uh so, so many great names to get into and uh and yeah and we'll definitely get there once I shut up and let Zoheb go ahead and take his turn <laughs> uh won't you give us your opening thoughts um I actually got a lot to talk about this movie so I'm really really glad you chose this um but here's the thing this is is this remains to date my least seen Batman movie ever? Hmm. Um, yeah, and I don't know why. It's just something that happened when I was growing up. Like I obviously I love the Batman '89. Like I mean, come on, how could you not? If it's not Keaton in that movie, it's Nicholson. Like he will get you. <laughs> right, right. But then, dude, like for some for some reason, I just I, I never owned this movie. This was the Batman movies I never owned. That I'd always rented them or, or I taped them. But I think it was always a rental. Um, like, uh, like I, I wasn't really one of those kids growing up that just was like, Dad, can you buy this VHS for me? Like, it was honestly just like a renting thing. Like, we used to rent all the fucking time, go down to the old Blockbuster and or Video Easy and just rent shit. Uh, and, and this 
was one of the ones that was always rented out. And I remember once like getting, finally getting my hands on it. And I remember the drive back and just like, just like kind of like marveling at the VHS case. And like, I looked at the runtime and it was like a hundred and like 25 minutes. And I was like, whoa, this is a long movie. Again. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, I kind of like did the math, like when I was a kid, like really young and I was like, oh, it's only two hours, uh, yeah, whatever. Um, but dude, this, this movie is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> in my mind, I was a little hesitant to watch it again, only because when I was younger, I didn't really connect with the penguin. I don't know why. I, I don't know why. It's just like he oh, looks you goofy. Con- you can't connect with a 30-year-old fish mutant <laughs> who belongs in the X-Men living under the cities. <laughs> He's not relatable, Colin. He's not relatable to me. <laughs> um, no, it's just, I don't know. It might have been like the character design. Like I, I, I like his face, like Danny DeVito's face and the makeup prosthetic so awesome but dude like when you see him like fully like with the with the pajama pants like he looks he looks goofy as fuck sometimes <laughs> and i'm just like and, like maybe as a kid i'm just like oh yeah i'm not into it and then like uh, even even at that even at that young at that younger of an age young of an age jesus christ i can't talk um Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman, like, as awesome as she is with the whips and shit, neither of these villains just compared to Joker for me. Like, it was just, uh, you know, when you're a kid, you're you're comparing those things. You're like, ooh, this second one's going to be bigger and badder. And just because you've got two villains, it doesn't really necessarily make it better than the first one. Um, well, that was just me when I was a kid, but... That still kind of is a rule for a lot of superhero movies. Like, uh, like take, uh, look, Spider-Man 3, right? You've got all those villains. You've got fucking Sandman. You've got Venom. You've got uh, the, the Proto-Goblin or whatever the fuck. And you, you can't, like, that movie, as much as it stuffs its villains into it, it's just a prime example of, like, just because you have three villains, um, it doesn't make it better. Um, and I think as a kid, I kind of, like, subconsciously recognized that with this movie, um, even though I didn't really think about it until, like, an adult um and that's not to say that it's terrible like it's just a little weaker like you're automatically comparing villains and shit uh in sequels uh and that being said dude this is gonna shock you and this is gonna lose a lot of the listeners uh, my batman growing up was val kilmer oh wow <laughs> yeah man like it, i i loved i love batman forever growing up like uh i mean you got jim carrey number one like holy shit like at the at that age man like i'm into it i love that shit like he was hilarious uh jim carrey was a hero of mine man back in the day he still is like i love that guy um but i think val kilmer just had the look as well like he he could pull off to me he looked more bruce wayne than keaton did uh like he kind of like pulled off that suaveness than keaton does like tim burton takes a different take uh he he takes a different take for tim burton uh for tim burton for bruce wayne i think uh it's not that classical kind of like show like you know suave um Bruce Wayne that Val Kilmer is like I don't know I don't know I don't know right he's not um, like the GQ kind of cover Bruce Wayne like kind of thing I, mm. I, I know what you mean like Michael Keaton's a little bit more he's always been quirky you know kind he's, of, he's, like, he's like a wild card right like he's right. just yeah he's and that's why I think um uh like when Keaton was originally cast as Batman a lot of people were like oh that's weird like you know what I mean like right. he's not the first person you think of um but yeah, man, my 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 Batman growing up was Val Kilmer, and I, I like I I don't know why it could have just been the age that I was. Um, that movie came out, I believe it was ninety five. Um, so I was like, <laughs> I was three, but I I didn't see it for a couple of years after that. Um, 
And this one, I mean, I wasn't even born. So, you know, back back when you're younger, you don't really watch movies that were, that, that are older than you um, because you're just like, oh, it's old, so it's obviously not as good. Like, that's your thinking nah, when you're a kid. I don't know about that shit, dude. I don't know anything. <laughs> nah, you know me, dude. I'm like, we were literally talking on air. Hey, what, what year to come out? 2012 next? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was just me, like my thinking as a kid. Like, oh, it's old, so it's not as good. Whereas, right. like now, I'm like, holy shit! The better, the older it is, the better it is. Probably, like, um, like Twelve Angry Men is like one of my favorite movies of all time. Like, oh, you know what I mean? So good, dude. Um, but uh, like this, this is a fantastic movie, man. Um, let's 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 get into Tim Burton just for a little bit because mm-hmm. we didn't even talk about Tim Burton. Um, the dude in his prime was fucking killing it. Yes, like dude. especially around the nineties and especially the early two thousands. Um, like this, this is his heyday here. Batman Returns, Batman eighty nine, Edward Scissorhands, Ed Wood, um, fucking Beetlejuice, oh, fucking Beetlejuice. Yeah, holy shit! Well, how the fuck did I forget? get that um but yeah man like this was this was tim burton's prime like hidden right now though he's uh <laughs> he's oh, making some dude. really questionable choices man like alice in wonderland and it's so um, hard to watch man it's so hard to see somebody like that just oh yeah. it's hard it's hard it's hard to follow them in that descent you know you're like yeah oh, God. yeah charlie charlie and the chocolate factory and miss peregrine's home for peculiar children i'm kind of really hoping that this dumbo movie is good but i mean you know, I, I don't know. Right. Um, he did Planet of the Apes in 2001, which was a, a massive, massive bomb. Uh, dude, I, I like Sleepy Hollow. Dude, I love Sleepy Hollow. I, I yeah. was, I was going to say Big Fish. If you've never seen Big, Big Fish, Fish yeah. I fucking love Big Fish. Yeah. It's so good. Big Fish is good. Corpse Bride is cool too. Like Corpse yeah. Bride, like the animated one. Um, Mars Attacks, good, good oh, shit. Oh, dude, I haven't seen that in ages. Yeah, it's strange as shit. But um, like, this is this is a strange director. This is a director who uh, I love when I'm able to pin down a director's sensibilities. Like that's why fucking Ridley Scott eludes me because <laughs> he doesn't have this like trademark. It's just you know, I just, it's I just picture, random I, shit. I picture you on a boat with a beard and then a whale with Ridley Scott's face on it, and you're just chasing. <laughs> it through the ocean trying to catch this thing I'm it's fucking, fucking Captain Ahab yeah right <laughs> start with oh oh boy get that Moby Dick <laughs> <laughs> yeah man um but yeah this this movie was fantastic uh what uh, let me oh, fuck me I, there's just I was telling you off air this this is not um in a million years I would never have guessed that this is the first Batman movie we'd cover like there is I wouldn't have, I would never have guessed that I would have guessed either the Dark Knight or Batman Begins or Batman eighty nine you know I and it's funny because right when we started talking about it, you were like no this is the save it for the podcast shut up shut up I was like okay cool okay but <laughs> what my rebuttal to that was going to be I think it's the perfect movie for us to start our Batman you know because we're both we're both you know we're big comic book fans but even bigger. Batman fans. So I to me it was almost the perfect choice to start this on because uh Michael Keaton's, you know, the 89 one is kind of intimidating to start on. That's a huge movie, oh, you know. Oh, absolutely. And so is the Dark Knight for right. the same reason. Exactly. But you don't want to go back and start on something like, you know, and I don't hate Batman Forever, but I don't want to start on it. You know, I I'd, I'd start another no. start on it, the Batman and Robin, but still it's not it's not leaps and bounds better than 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 Batman and Robin. Well, I take that back. It is a leap and a bound, but but not but not very much better than Batman and Robin, in my opinion. Um, but at the uh, s- I, I think it is. 
Robin. <laughs> I think you're gonna watch Batman and Robin again, man. <laughs> oh no, no, I have. I, I watched it the other day, and I watched Batman Forever, and I'm like, yes, Batman Forever is way better. But oh, man. so you're insane right now? Yeah, <laughs> no, right, no, no, cool. Bat- Batman, Batman Forever is way better, but Batman and Robin is not that far behind it. It's really not. Just, I mean, it's it, it just. It, I, I can't even get into it for God's sakes. Um, but, but really, <laughs> I'm, I'm just like I'm fucking like the left side of my brain is having a stroke and the right side is having an aneurysm. I'm just like, <laughs> like, like, because I, you know, I could sit here and just not talk about Batman Returns and talk about all these movies all day long. I would have no problem. I mean, everything from even the animated stuff, dude, like Under the Red Hood and fucking the Dark Knight Returns animated, like Moth you know, of the, the Phantasm. Yes, dude, like the, those are all fucking great, man. They're uh, Batman the animated series, like so much of that shit is great. Um, but honestly, it, I think it's the perfect movie to start on because it's it, it is a Tim Burton, you know, um, Michael Keaton Batman film, and it's got a great cast. And I think it's something that's kind of steeped in a little. I don't want to say controversy, but it's very divisive. It's very divisive, very divisive among film film fans, you know, comic books, Batman. Um, so it's interesting to kind of see. I, I think that I think you can tell a lot about a person by what their Batman is. You you can really tell like what is your favorite Batman movie. This is still personally like my favorite Batman movie because of nostalgia and you know I can I can even see the phrase on the corner of the VHS the VHS box that we had like I can remember it so well and I I would give so much money just to have that copy again because I wore it out man and it this is my favorite Batman movie the Dark Knight is a better film don't get me wrong but like I just haven't had fucking 20 years to sit on it you know I just haven't right, um, right. And, and it didn't hit me when I was a kid but there's some kid out there right now who in 20 years was like dude I mean they're gonna be looking at Michael Keaton like Adam West you know and it's fucking crazy to think that um, but uh, but yeah I I I, I, I fucking I love this movie. I just think it's so well done. It's so quirky and it's so its own thing, you know. Um, but I mean, finish your thoughts. Though. Where, where, where are we going with that? Yeah, sorry. I have a lot of <laughs> there's a there's a lot of word vomit that I got to get out. It's just because because my my kind of train of thought was like, um, holy shit! Now I actually got to talk about Batman because <laughs> right. we haven't we haven't spoken about Batman. We haven't spoken about our thoughts on Batman. Obviously, the listeners probably know. Uh, from other episodes about what we think of Batman. But, man, Batman is my favorite superhero of all time. And fuck you. Fuck you to all the people who are like, oh, he's not a superhero, he's rich. Like, shut up. Like, he's a superhero, okay? Like, yeah, he's DC's um, Iron Man, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. But, like, not even that, man. As much as I love Marvel, as much as I love the MCU, there is no, there is no more iconic character, maybe in pop culture, like, not even, like, in superhero-dom, like, not even in comic books, like just in pop culture alone, dude. Like, think about that. Than Batman, like right. this is a character. This is a character that's going to survive the test of time. This is someone that's going to be recast and retooled and have every single version told about him for until the end of time. Like every time when people talk about Ben Affleck's uh, Batman, um, you know, I, I I did hear all the oh why are they like redoing it again, and I'm just I just look at them and I'm like, are you serious, dude? Like this is this character. It, 
he's not going to die. He's not going anywhere. Like, um, I, I don't know how people haven't accepted that. Um, this is a character who uh, teaches the best, like, teaches the best fucking lessons, man. Like, the, the whole thing about duality and, like, facing your fears and overcoming over, overcoming the less confident part of yourself. Um, Batman might have some psychological issues. <laughs> might? <laughs> but, might? <laughs> <laughs> he creates a symbol, um, but I love I love the idea, and like it wasn't really apparent to me until I watched the Nolan films that Batman is a symbol. Um, it wasn't as like superhero movies; they were just that before Batman begins to me. Like before before Batman begins, like it was just like a bunch of like superheroes just like jumping around and like you know action scenes and all that shit. But um, and like I know we're not talking about Batman Begins here, but that movie kind of made me realize that holy shit, Batman is a symbol. He's not a person. He's not like this guy in a suit. Um, he's this this entity that just kind of like exists solely to strike fear in the hearts of criminals. And like that shit to me, dude, is awesome. And that not that works best for Batman. Like you can't really do the same for Iron Man. Like you can't be like, oh, he's a symbol. Like you know what I mean? Like you, it doesn't right. really work. I, I love what he says in Batman Begins. He's like, I need to be something terrifying, something elemental. I'm like, dude, that is fucking awesome. Like something right. that's an element, it transcends one individual. Anybody can pick it up, and you're like, it's you know, holy shit, you're this now, and I understand what that represents. And that's such a crazy right. concept, you know. And something so awesome to be born out of tragedy. Um, yeah, it's just oh, man, this this character is just so fucking awesome. I, I love Batman. Um, I to date. Um, you said I'm a big comic book fan earlier. That's not true. <laughs> I, I, well, I do you know, like- I, I mean, in general of like, I mean, you would read a comic book, though. You like the movies. You know, if I bought well, you a right. comic book, you know, you would. Right. Yeah. I mean, I know you don't personally seek them out, but I, I to me, uh, that's an umbrella term for people who are into the animated films, the movies. I mean, the Lego movie, Batman, whatever. You're a comic fan of just of whatever the comic book characters, you know, whatever you want to call right. it. The first comic book that I ever owned, uh, and I've only got like four comic books, and they're all Batman. <laughs> like they are all Batman. The first comic book I ever owned, uh, went to a uh, convention with uh, Matt Vella not too long ago. I think it was two years ago, and I was like, "Dude, you know what? I'm gonna buy a fucking comic book." And the first thing that came to mind, and it's only because The Dark Knight was partially based on it, was The Killing Joke. And I'm looking at it right now, man. I love The Killing Joke. That's a fucking good uh, one to start with, man. Yeah, man. I got The Killing Joke. I've got Hush. I got Court of Owls. And I've got uh, the Dark Knight Returns. Yes, uh, yeah, all four of those, dude, are fucking like that's quintessential Batman. Oh, actually, no, I've got the Long Halloween as well. That's that's, dude. All I mean, that is dream movie. Honestly, just a little ramble. Christopher Nolan directing a Batman versus Superman film that has Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Batman, and it's and it's and it's based around Dark Knight Returns, and and maybe it's produced by Zack Snyder. Like maybe he has some kind of hand in it because you need somebody with an eye like Nolan, but you need a fanboy like Snyder in there, kind of mixing it up. You need them to balance each other. Now I'm not saying Christopher Nolan needs to be balanced. He fucking owned. He made one of the best trilogies of the last fucking fifty years. So it's you know it's it's really hard to say that that needs to be balanced. With it, but when you go into something that's based off of such an iconic comic book, you know, then you would need somebody like like Zack Snyder. But when you're doing your or, own thing, or JJ like, Abrams, Abrams, like because like JJ right. like, is a Star Wars fan, and that's what made Force Awakens so great for me. Right, exactly. Yeah, but that's my thoughts, dude. Like this this movie, um, it's it's great. It's a great movie. Um, I I do think it's got a few issues that I'd love to get into. Um, I mean, like it's not massive things. It's just. 
you know what? It might be a massive thing. Like it feels like. <laughs> oh, I bet it, it is. Speaking of low-hanging fruit. Oh yeah, you know uh, <laughs> Tim Curry in Scary Movie Two when he sees like a half-naked girl, he walks around the corner. He's like, ha ha. <laughs> 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 oh, Tim Curry, <laughs> oh, my spirit animal. Oh, he's great. Uh, but anyway, um, the only the, the the big issue I have with this movie, and you mentioned it earlier, it's kind of like a Frankenstein of a script, and I can feel that. Um, it. <sighs> It feels like two movies sometimes. Like I love, I love the idea of like, of of Cobblepot and Shrek working together, like to to both achieve something. But I don't like the penguins with the rockets strapped on their backs. Like oh, that, dude, that, yeah. It's it's it's, and you know what it is. It's kind of like a. It sucks because Tim Burton was able to shy away from this in the first one, but this is kind of like a combination of like the first eighty nine Batman plus elements of the um of the of the sixties Batman of of the um Adam West Batman. Yeah, like that shit. That shit with the with the penguins, like with the penguins. That is totally sixty. Like sixties Batman, right? It's all—it's almost cute, you know. You're like, oh, right. that's cute. You're like, no, no. Like, I don't want to be cute. This is the, this is our climax of the movie, man. Like, I, yeah. I, I, this, this to me seems like <clears throat> this is the most Tim Burtony fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. And they oh, gave, totally. They, I mean, they just they flat out gave him c- complete control over this, you know. And I think that it, I think that it absolutely shows. I mean, the guys on stilts, and you know, you've got people breathing fire and. And it's so fucking Tim Burton. Snow and winter and darkness. Right, yeah, and just that super like German Gothic kind of look to all of to I mean the, I mean God, it's such a beautiful looking city, especially just draped in that snow. It looks so good, but dude, it is so dark and cold and like unwelcoming. It's like very just like stay away. Like holy shit, like like the house that we roll up on at the very beginning. Not to like jump into it right away, but I'm like that, that just must be Tim Burton's house. Like the house at the <laughs> no, cobble. Like we can we can jump right into it, but yeah, you're you're totally right, man. Like this this house is. This is some ridiculous, like gothic shit. Like, dude, dude, he he masturbates to this shit. Like he goes he goes into a room and he's just basically looking at like posters of like giant gothic like like landscapes, and, like you know land masses and and uh, and buildings. And he's just like, oh yeah, yeah, get it into me. It looks like all of Vincent Price's characters that ever were had a hand in making this house. Like it's so tall. <laughs> And dark and just like, hello. Like, it's so dude, creepy. You know what's more hilarious? Like, when I found out that he's married to Helena Bonham, Bonham Carter, and I'm like, come, like that's like a match made in heaven. Like, right. she's like totally gothic looking. I Now, to be fair, I don't think that they are anymore. I, I want to say that oh. I, I want to say that they aren't. That's I think I read that. I don't really care either way. But I think I just, you know, either way, I, it, it doesn't really matter to me either way. I just want you to look like a jackass. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> but. I'm jackass. I, jackass. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> before we jump into it, though, uh, if you guys want to check us out on any of our socials, anything like that, you can find us on Instagram at Midnight Double Feature or on Twitter at MDF Pod. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, uh, Midnight Double Feature. We've also got the group called The After Party, where everybody chimes in and uh, you know puts in puts in news and stuff like that from you know anything currently going on. You know, we just got the Hellboy trailer and the new Minute Black stuff. So there's a lot of stuff going on right now. Um, <clears throat> but 
Uh, you can also find us on Spotify. We've got our uh, our YouTube thing going on. If you don't feel like fucking with any of the any of the platforms or anything like that, you can always find us on YouTube. And if you have any comments or suggestions, anything that you guys maybe want to hear us cover, you can always uh, email us at midnightdoublefeature at gmail.com or just reach out to us uh, on our personal pages or whatever if you ever want to. I'm always down for that. I don't want to speak for the other guys. I might be like, hey, fuck off. Don't talk to me. Uh, but that's <laughs> but now, Yeah, right. <clears throat> that's, uh, yeah, that's us. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, with uh, without any further ado, I say we just go ahead and jump into this. Absolutely, dude. Let's get into it. Okay, word. Um, but yeah, we open up on this like <clears throat> on this fucking Michael Jackson thriller house. This crazy, <laughs> this crazy, this crazy fucking dark, winding catacomb, scary as shit fucking house. Um, and and we get a we we actually get like a shit ton of these kind of shots. A lot of these like swooping in over the front gate kind of like like kind of shots like and I. And and it's I, I I love the way that this house looks. I mean, it's it's gorgeous. Like just that I I love that German like I said that German Gothic kind of architecture. Like it's so um, old school, right? And it's very imposing. It's very intimidating. It's it's just like God. Everything is just so larger than life. Um, but yeah, you know, we just basically we get a look in on uh, on Oswald Cobblepot and Chester Cobblepot and and uh, I, I can, for the life of me I cannot remember the mom's name, um, but uh, but yeah, I, it's this is this scene always fucking disturbed me as a kid. Like it, yeah. it's um, it was just <clears throat> for I mean for for not only when he when he walks back into the room and the doctor has his mouth covered and you can just hear him scream in the background it's like holy shit like that's fucking terrifying but then he fucking pulls the cat in the cage with him yes. like, oh god dude like that's fucking oh jesus like i don't get me wrong kids i i fucking hate cats too you know i i'm not a cat person i fucking i'll have, I'll have a 40 foot 500 pound dog but I, I will not have one kitten dude i can't stand cats um dude just quickly um so so cobblepot must have come from one of these two and I'm betting it's the dad like he's he's probably got some bad cum because of that fucking monocle I guarantee you right they've been like inbreeding for like 400 years in his family <laughs> like th- like it's you just look on the IMDB credits it's like it's like it's like penguins mother and father and brother and sister you're like what what the fuck is going on like it's yeah. this- why why has God cursed us with this child oh wait <laughs> yeah we, we probably should have tapped out of our own bloodline for a little while we, um, we probably shouldn't have snuck away during Christmas dinner <laughs> we always call oh, we Jesus. always just call him uncle daddy brother um but uh, <laughs> uh but um oh sorry i'm still over getting sick by the way i apologize in advance it's been winter has not been fun here in tennessee i know you don't care about that zoheb because it's fucking probably shit yeah it's probably summer right now yeah exactly it's summer all year long uh but uh <laughs> but yeah we uh we just see you know kind of the origin of the penguin and I love this you know you see so many movies that drag out this origin story over the first whole act of it or the you know two acts and then we you know get this thing it's like dude okay cool this I mean we see his whole origin in fifteen minutes while the fucking credits are rolling I was like cool yeah I, I always hated that because in movies you get these credits and they never do anything with them and it's like dude you show me something while the credits are going on build this world for me like go like you have the time here it is now like. Just show and don't tell because right. you can't talk right now. You can't show, you can't have any dialogue. We're doing the credits, so do something with this. I, I've always fucking loved the way that they handle this and um, 
So and yeah. these, these credits, these credits are so very nice. <laughs> like like the, these, like there's no such thing as like long credits anymore. Like this. Oh um, god, no. So so yeah, the fact that they use this time really wisely is fantastic. But dude, I also don't want to like forget before we go too far. The score for this movie, the music, holy shit, man! Danny Elfman did such a great job with the with the music in this and the '89 one. Oh um, yeah, like, like this is like as awesome as like Hans Zimmer is with the with Batman Begins and Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. I love those three soundtracks. Um, this is the quintessential Batman theme, like na 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 na, like that shit, man. Like it feels like Batman. It's just it's it's awesome. It's cinematic as shit, um, and it's just it's it's so. Good good dude like later there's uh, uh i've got an, i've got a note here like when catwoman is uh, sorry when selena is like destroying her apartment and shit man like and the music just kind of flares up it's fantastic dude that's my favorite piece of of, of music in this whole film when she starts uh, free yeah. it's like oh dude it sounds so yeah. good i think i just started doing the robocop theme there so you might want to ignore that but it's so funny someone's like hey what's the music Star Wars, oh, yeah. ba, da, da, da. Um, but, um, but also, also with the with the opening credits, just before we go too far, um, this. Do you remember the way the the first one opened? Uh, yes, where it's like inside that big ass bat bat symbol. I think. Yeah, we think it's like a cave or something like that, but then it's like revealed to be like the the bat symbol, which is fucking badass, man. Yeah, like, yeah, I'll, I remember I'll that. never forget that. Yeah, I, I just I just remembered like watching this because that these they they open very similarly these two movies. Um, and I thought like this would like pull back to reveal like the bat symbol, but it doesn't. Right. Um. Also, I don't want to go by Stan Winston special effects oh, for this film. Yes. Fucking Jurassic Park Terminator. If you don't know who Stan Winston is, turn this podcast off and go fucking Google him. For the love of God, dude, he's one of my f- and don't come back right and don't come back to you know a little bit more about stan winston um, no just don't come back <laughs> yeah just don't come back at all alienate us one star um <laughs> but yeah uh basically um yeah we've got Cobblepot's parents just fucking giving him the axe um a <clears throat> little bit of tough love which is dark by yeah, the way i mean your parents did this to you right i mean they did it to me i turned out fine oh, i yeah. just i just always made my way back home um much much yeah, i mean like this this i mean when i got chucked into that river like i I know that all ri- rivers lead to the ocean, so I, I kind of like hugged the coastline and found my way back. See, I eventually just made one with the seals that were there, and they accepted me as ah. one of their own. But uh, it teaches nice. own, nice. teaches own. Um, but um, but yeah, basically they fucking you know they they pitch him into a goddamn river and throw him in the sewer. Like holy shit! Um, but which I mean, as a kid, I just like that that the, even the whole that that kind of I guess that carriage that he's in is just so creepy looking to me is it just yes. that just that, that dark almost like like almost like, like a, a turtle shell like kind of yeah, like, like rosemary's baby or some shit right i was like god this is fucking creepy man um but but yeah basically you know they, they give him the pitch we get our credits uh and eventually you know he's uh and i, and I don't want to go by you know, you know who his dad is in this right uh no dude it's Wee herman it's paul rubens oh, i thought so yeah I thought, you know what i was like why does he look so familiar right yeah <laughs> Guys, um. <laughs> guys, you heard it first. Paul Rubens has uh, terrible semen, and that's why he's able to create monster penguin babies. Yeah, right. <laughs> Paul, Paul Rubens' balls are full of poison. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, um, but yeah, and we basically we cut to what thirty three years later in this shot. I, I also don't want to go past the shot of them as they. 
like as they as they pull up to this to that you know the part where they're going to be throwing him off we start at the city skyline and kind of drop down holy shit i mean just gotham is so huge man it just seems yeah like such a massive entity and, it, and it's so lived in and real it's one of my favorite it's right. one of my favorite parts of this movie just for that um, and yeah that's what i wanted to like touch on just quickly so gotham gotham in these first two movies uh and like it does blow up it does like um they still kind of continue this a little more in the in the third and fourth ones um but like they they don't uh they don't look anything like this like this is very uh, like it looks like a portrait kind of thing but um right so nolan gets a lot of flack for this so nolan gets a lot of flack for not creating gotham like how you know gotham's supposed to look it just instead it just ends up looking like chicago or like pittsburgh or new york which uh, look I, i'm i'm not you know when we when we do dark knight or something like that i'll defend it more but that's not really what like nolan's going for in those movies like he's going for this this kind of like this realism but i think batman works a lot better in these kind of like cities like these cityscapes like this kind of like fictional sprawling empire kind of thing i think you need i i have no problem with what nolan does but i i see your point you need a larger than life canvas for a larger than life character Character, i I, I definitely agree with that but Mm. um yeah uh penguin's parents give him the boot chuck him up the river uh up shit's creek without a paddle and he winds up in the sewers adopted adopted by the penguins and we cut to 33 years later um this is where we're introduced to, um, yeah, where we're introduced to, I mean, obviously, Matt, Max Shrek, but <clears throat> also the mayor of Gotham. We're also introduced to Selena, uh, Selena Kyle. Um, and I, I, I do love, I love the opening shot with Alfred. You know, most of the time, it's just a waste of time. Yeah, he's so fucking classy, dude. I love Alfred when the guy's selling those newspapers. And he's like, fuck off, dude. Um, yeah, I really, I really like Michael. Michael Is it Michael Goff or Michael Go? But uh, he's, I don't, he's, he I plays don't know. Alfred. Yeah, I, I, I say, I say, Say go with go. <laughs> go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's, but, he's great, man. Like, I, I always loved him as Alfred. Dude, I no offense to Michael Kane, but this guy is, will always be Alfred to me. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, this is where, you know, um, Donald Trump, I mean, uh, Max Shrek is, um, <laughs> is, uh, he's, he's pitching this huge power plant. It's going to be huge. It's got great it's power. Be- we're never yeah, gonna run out. Great. Yeah, it's it's never it's absolutely never going to run out. Don't ask me about my hair. It's absolutely never <laughs> going to run out of power. I'm gonna yeah. need I'm gonna need power permits. I'm gonna need you know tax incentives, <laughs> all those kind of It'll things. Um, yeah. But dude, yeah, the Mexicans that, will pay for it. D- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, with this, but this doesn't he remind you of like a mad Elon Musk? Kind of, yeah. He is kind of like if if Elon Musk like if he eventually like became like a Sith, you know, if he just like tapped into some dark ancient <laughs> shit he wasn't supposed to find. Walken um, uh, is Walken is great, but man, like I, I love Walken. Like this is like between like this, he was crushing it in the nineties, man. Oh, um, like his one scene in Pulp Fiction, like holy shit, dude. <laughs> Like his, up his ass. Yeah. He, he put it up his ass. But yeah, <laughs> he's like he always struck me as this weirdo. Like because uh, the first movie I actually saw him in wasn't this. Um, well, not saw him. Like I saw him in this first, but like. <laughs> Like really took notice of him was in Welcome to the Jungle with the Rock. Like he's a villain in that. Fuck and, uh, he's you! Whole... That was the first Christopher Walken. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, well, but, wait, you guys but, call it Welcome you know what, to the Jungle? That's a great fucking movie. You you call it Welcome? Well, I think I think ours is called oh, the, rundown. the Rundown. Okay, I was yeah. like, wait, Welcome to the yeah. Jungle. I was like, yeah. <laughs> no, the first. But, yeah, thing, no, he's hilarious in that. 
No, I, 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 I will say it's a better movie than people give it credit for, but it's not like, holy shit, man, that was your first walk-in. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, but, uh, dude, you want good walk-in? Please go watch King of New York. It is such a good movie. Christopher Walken is like a crime boss. Fucking, uh, dude, Lawrence Fishburne, Wesley Snipes. Like, dude, that movie has some fucking talent behind it, man. Like, David, uh, what's his name? David Koresh. He's in CSI oh. Miami. Yeah. yeah. Wait, David, David Koresh. Oh, no. Oh, my God. David Koresh. <laughs> David David Caruso. No, no. You mean DJ Caruso? Is it DJ? No, it's uh, what's his name? Something Caruso. David Caruso. That's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. If you ever, <laughs> it's weird. I wa- I listened to their Batman Returns podcast, but somehow they linked it to CSI Miami and the Branch Davidian. <laughs> for some for some reason, I ended up looking uh, looking up uh, fucking standoffs and sieges against the FBI. <laughs> this is not where I thought this episode was going to go. Um, no, no. But um, <coughs> okay, so so Walker, yeah. I mean, like, but if you want good, like Walken, like actual, like really deep into it, like full on acting Walken. Like hit up, catch me if you can. Like he's fucking incredible in that movie. Is that Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, he's like two mice fall into a bucket of cream. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> he's awesome, dude. Um, he won an Oscar for that. I'm pretty sure, or he got nominated one or the other, one or the other. Okay. Um, but yeah, you know, this is uh, where we hear you know um, Max Shrek's pitch for this power plant. You know, and in reality, we find out later on that this is, will not be a power plant. This will be a capacitor stockpiling, sucking energy from Gotham. Uh, basically, Shrek wants to leave this as his legacy to his son. Um, you know, which is uh, Donald Trump Jr. Um, but, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I I love this whole scene because uh, it's 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 also his delivery. Quite frankly, Mister Mayor, I cringe. <laughs> It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's some of it's so hammy. Um, his his hair just reminds me a lot of uh, Christopher Lloyd from Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah, right. He, he just showed up in like a DeLorean. Just, Marty, yeah, Marty, Marty, great, great we need to go Scott. back in time. We need to go back in time to save your parents. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um dude this this is also kind of like the scene where we get introduced to uh Michelle Pfeiffer as Selena Kyle and dude they try and like ugly her up and they just can't oh, like she no. is still uh-uh. fucking beautiful dude yeah. I loved in the 90s when they did this shit <laughs> oh yeah they're like put her hair in a bun and put glasses on her I'm like go ahead yeah. she's still hot um yeah, yeah. but uh <clears throat> The only thing that drives me crazy about this is, um, you know, we get this whole thing where she's like, uh, I have a suggestion, uh, more like a question, you know, and, well, uh, you know, sorry, we haven't properly housebroken Miss Kyle. On the plus side, though, she makes a damn good cup of coffee. He leaves. Oh, boy. He, OK, yeah. OK. Calls her Miss Kyle. He leaves, forgets the speech, you know, blah, blah, blah. He gets down there. <clears throat> literally, he goes, oh, I forgot my speech. Remind me to blame it on what's her name. I'm like, dude, you literally just said her yeah. fucking name like the scene before. Like, d- don't act like that. Like, don't act. You don't, yeah. don't act like you you don't give a shit you know her fucking name dude like come on um yeah yeah but um uh, but yeah there's um <clears throat> there's kind of a <clears throat> there's kind of a lot of different stuff like going on right away we've got the stuff with max shrek going on and we kind of linger with michelle pfeiffer oh, and we've also dude, this this movie um something i love about it it wastes like no time like no. it went right into it well, speaking of wasting time, I tell you what. Let's let's get to, basically. We, you know, we 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 go we go we go down to the lighting of the tree ceremony. Um, this is where you know he you've got the whole I forgot my speech. You know, uh, Santa Claus, afraid not. I'm just a uh, uh, you know just a, a schmuck who got lucky. You know, for, sue me if I want to give something back. Um, 
It still throws me off. What does he say? I, I wish I could give out more the presents, expensive bottles. I'm like, what are you? Uh, the, what are you saying? Yeah. Bo- bobbles. Like, though. Yeah, it's like bob bobbles. It's bobbles. Bobbles. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. <clears throat> this whole thing, you know. Then we've got the emergence of the Red Triangle Gang. Uh, oh I wait, f- dude. Oh, but you can. Oh, but you will. Oh, like, dude, his, that's great. His voice, I love it, man. Like his voice is awesome. Like it's uh, oh, like Danny but DeVito. You can. Oh, but yeah. you will. I'm like, oh, Danny Jesus. DeVito in this role is fucking awesome, man. Like the casting <laughs> all around, I think, in this movie is awesome. Yeah. Now, what's cra- what is crazy about Max Max Shrek though? This was supposed to be Harvey Dent. They were going to continue on with Billy D. Williams ah. from the first movie. <clears throat> yeah. So it was going to be Two Face Penguin. Uh, Catwoman, you know, kind of thing. So instead, but I, I don't know why things got shifted around. They took it off of Two Face. Billy D. Williams is not even in this movie. There's no mention of Harvey Dent anywhere, um, which is kind of disappointing. I, I wouldn't mind seeing this because what happens to him at the end of this movie would have been the incident that turns him into Two Face and sets up Batman yeah. forever. That's the whole point of it. Um, but it just it just didn't end up coming to fruition, and they just went ahead and just jump started three. You know, just saying because you know they kind of give you a little bit of epilogue and or not epilogue, I guess preface in the third one where they show him getting attacked in court. But all of that was supposed to stem from something that happened in Batman Returns. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I, I wouldn't mind seeing that version of the movie at all. I wouldn't mind seeing Christopher Walken as fucking Harvey Dent. You know, getting turned into this thing, like dude. Fucking him or Billy D. Williams, I'm totally fine with. Dude, um, I wouldn't mind seeing a serious fucking Tommy Lee Jones play, uh, like Two Face, like not that goofy bullshit that we got. Like a serious, a serious Harvey Two Face. Right? Yeah, not that he's he's like so over the top in it. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, <clears throat> speaking of wasting time, this is what kills me. <clears throat> it's so fucking funny. The cops show up. You know, the Red Triangle Gang shows up. All hell breaks loose. As soon as the cops get there, like, <laughs> yeah. literally, they pull up. They don't even get the car and park. And he's like, yeah. what are you waiting for? The signal. It's like, dude, get out and shoot someone. Yeah. Just pull Do out something. a gun. Shoot, shoot anybody. Just, Do just, something. Just fucking try. Oh, my God. But... It's that's not even the part of wasting time that kills me. It's the, it's the Rue Goldberg machine that alerts Batman when this when the bat signal goes off. Like he has all those reflectors go off, like the like the fucking breakfast machine at the beginning of Back to the Future or the thing that answers the door he's in the just, Goonies. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with there. you? Yeah, he's like, just sitting there. He's like, oh wait, we have some movement, but I have to wait. I have to wait until the entire thing is done. Right? Yeah. Like I I love him sitting there and waiting. Like he's got nothing. Oh. But he's just waiting for the next call i love that i yeah. really do dude this is one of my favorite moments in the movie because of the music the way the music lights up and like the shadows the way it's shot this is like this is fantastic i, I love michael Caden here as well dude yeah and i love when he stands up and the logos behind him dude yeah. it looks looks so fucking good yeah um but um but yeah this and this whole thing man doesn't this seem like a perfect way to start off like an Arkham Knight game like it seems like the perfect first level to play on like oh dude I would love this level like beating the shit out of all these guys you even got the big dude with the handlebar mustache <clears throat> like he would be one of the bigger bosses that you have to come up and kind of do like the cape sun first and start punching oh, like yeah. that I was like dude this would be perfect for an Arkham Knight level like, and before and before you get to the main villain you gotta defeat the guy who instead of 
dick in the box. It's got the minigun in the box. Like that fucking guy pulls yeah, out the fucking, fucking gun and starts shooting at the Christmas tree. Fucking Vincent Schiavelli. Like, dude, that guy's terrifying. <laughs> and like, isn't, dude, that guy's, I mean, that guy's been in so, so many fucking, like, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, The People versus Larry Flint, Man on the Moon, Ghost. Like, that guy's been in so many fucking movies. He's a great actor. Um, yeah. Batman shows up on the scene, lights some guy on fire, doesn't have any problem with that, which is kind uh, of. Yeah. He what kills the a fuck? few people in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And people give fucking Dawn of Justice shit. I'm like, dude, uh, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, this, yeah. this motherfucker literally just like. <laughs> This guy literally like f- turns a guy into five alarm chili. Like like <laughs> he just turns around and and lights this fucking guy on fire and nobody ever talks about it. It's fucking crazy. Well, dude, no one no one ever talks about it. I would rather death than the shit that Batman would do to me. Like like seriously, I would rather death than fucking grievous 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 bodily harm. <laughs> oh, dude, you know the torture he's picked up and over decades. And psychological torment. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like psychological torture and torment over decades yeah. in other countries. Like holy shit. Um, We get this interaction between uh, Selena and Batman. You know, I love this whole thing. Wow. The Batman. Or is it just Batman? Uh, Your choice, of course. (laughs) This reminds me of um, The Social Network when uh, Sean Parker, Justin Timberlake's character is like, uh, drop the the, just Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's, that's actually, that's a really good pull. I never even thought of that. I love her. You know, this is where she gets the taser and she tastes the yep. fuck out of this dude. Um, you know, <laughs> who's, who's been basically, who basically held her hostage. I do, I do hate the whole trophy. He shoots the wall behind him. You missed, you know, and he pulls yeah. it, dude. Oh my God. Yeah. But, but it's 92. How many times has this been done yet? You know, who knows? That's right. Um, um, and I also love the lighting on, on Batman's face here. Like, like that. I, I'm pretty sure I've seen that photo. Like, that's a very, very popular photo. Um, like just him, like looking at uh, Selena and it's kind of like got that darkness, like, uh, like draped over him it's it's cool dude i will say when she goes to tase the guy as he's unco- unconscious this clown on the sidewalk her face is really sexy dude like she has this like very like mischievous yeah. kind of grin as she i was like dude that is so fucking like michelle pfeiffer even zach efron when he did a movie with her a couple of years ago and she's what 60 70 years old now dude. And- she was in uh, Mother with Jennifer Lawrence and uh, and oh, fuck, what's her name? Javier Bardem. No, oh yeah, Javier Bardem. But um, oh, she was making out with uh, fucking oh, what's his name? Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. Uh, man in Black from Westworld. Uh, but whatever. Oh, Ed Harris. Anyway, yeah, Ed Harris. Jeez, I was like Ed because I'd said Ed Wood earlier, and all I can think of is Ed Wood now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, like, dude, she aged so fucking gracefully. Um, like it took me like. Like four hours to watch this movie because I had to rub one out like eight times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, I mean, and I haven't watched Damon in the Wasp, but she looks great in that too. I was like, wow, yeah, you she, have aged like is. you have aged like Greek wine. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, we uh, we also see um, this is where uh, Shrek makes off. You know, we want to see the big guy. You know, the guy in charge, and you know, they come after Shrek. Shrek takes off running. Dad, save yourself. Go. <laughs> like, what a fucking. Dumbass! Like, yeah, this guy's fucked. You call it. They they call him Chip because he says he has so much dead air in his head, much like Mm -hmm. a bag of chips. Like this dude is so fucking dumb. Um, But um, but yeah, Batman runs. Isn't it crazy that literally Batman shows up? You know, he runs over a couple people, lights a dude on fire. You know, throws maybe like one punch, knocks the dude out, and then everything just stops. 
Everything. Yes. Like, I was like, what the fuck is going on? He's dude? walking I was like, around normally and shit. I was like, this is weird. Like, it just stopped. Right. And it's so odd. Like, how many cops do we have here? Let's say we have 10 cops. One Batman shows up and everyone's like, oh, shit, I better get out of here. Like, dude, all yeah. these other guys have guns. Just start yeah. shooting at people. Dude, it's so yeah. fucking funny. Um and this, and so Shrek, Shrek meets Penguin uh, under Arctic World in the zoo, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I dude, I love that. I, I love him just getting sucked into that trap. And yeah. even the whole pulling through the zoo, it looks so fucking yes. Beetlejuice, dude. That is so fucking Beetlejuice and just terrifying ass shit. Like t- Tim Burton's nightmares would do that. I think I think <laughs> I think I would need to be medicated afterwards. Like, I could not imagine the shit that keeps him up at night. That must be so fucking terrifying, man. Uh, um, but like you said, yeah, this is where we meet in the sewers. I believe the word you're looking for is. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yes. I fucking Dude, love like, that, man. That that like okay, so there are like this. Like I said, this is my least watched Batman. But honestly, man, like there are like moments of this with that just absolutely leap out, and that's one of them. Dude, like that yeah. that oh, he's so good. Like the reveal of his look, and man, Danny DeVito is he's so he's fantastic in this movie. I love because he just turns around and walks and sees him. He's like, hi. And like, dude, like, no, right. Yeah. No super big grandstanding until the next moment. Um, Yeah. It reminded me of, um, of, of the Joker meeting Harvey Dent for the first time in in the dark night. He takes off because he's dressed up as a nurse. He takes off the thing and he's like, hi. (laughs) Um, I love this. Believe it or not, Max, you and I have a lot more in common. We're both perceived as monsters. Um, But, uh, but somehow you are a very well-respected monster and to date that I am not. Uh, And this is where we find out that basically Penguin wants to re merge he wants to come back to the surface there is such a good shot when he's like i come from and he points at the roof he's like like Mm. you and dude when he points dude there the camera work is so good it shifts the focus up to that kind of like skylight that he's got going on and right back down to devito's face within seconds dude like it is pinpoint it is like just i mean millisecond pinpoint good dude it's so fucking great um and you almost kind of feel for him here for a second you're like wow this guy really i mean okay cool like he's been abandoned he's been treated like shit man like i'm surprised this guy hasn't been just eating people down here like an x-files monster you know like what the fuck has been going on with this guy this could have got this guy could have been so much worse uh dude i got two words for you hmm. flamethrower umbrella Oh, dude, like, so, on. so fucking badass, man. Badass. Um, all, all of that shit, all of them, you know, he's like, what is that supposed to do? Hypnotize me? Bang! No, it's supposed to give me a splitting headache. Um, <laughs> but, um, but I love, I love that he threatens Shrek with like blackmail. Like he's got the toxic waste and then he's like, he's got the papers that he like taped together. <laughs> oh yeah. He's like shredded all the documents. Basically he's yeah. got the toxic sludge on him. He's got, you know, proof that he owns half the fire traps in Gotham. Uh, and he's then he's got Fred Atkins' hand. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, how's your old partner, Fred Atkins? Uh, he's on extended vacation. He's good. He goes, hi, I'm Fred Sand. You want to meet any other body parts? I was like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> like, he's so fucking over the top. Like, the black shit coming out of his teeth. I was like, what? Oh. God damn it, man. Apparently, it's like mouthwash and black food coloring, I think. Oh. Um, Danny DeVito busted this out at a Comic-Con one year. He he just happened to show up, dude. And he's like, dude, I haven't done it forever. Pops, pops some water in his mouth and just starts 
much going into the wretched scaling brother and dude jumped into it like he had not done it like he'd done it the day before like he did such a great job dude. this is like 2016 2017 that he was doing this was so fucking good um I, but- I think danny devito man like as an actor he's pretty he's often underrated like i, I was telling matt i think it was in the last upcoming attractions i was watching matilda not too long ago have you seen matilda oh yeah i love that Matilda's awesome. I I did not realize until like last week when I was watching it that he directed that movie and yeah. he's awesome in that movie. Like he's great. But like not only that man, he kills it every fucking time. He's on it's uh it's it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh yeah, um, dude, he's great. He's do you, awesome do in you that, watch man. that show? Do you like it? Yeah, I love that show. I used to watch it back in the day. I was telling Matt I like I can't I haven't been able to watch the late later season because like they they it's not streaming anymore. I got to find a way to watch it. Ah, okay. Just just quick. Do you, do you remember the the actor who plays Mac's dad in this show in Always Sunny mm-hmm. in Philadelphia. He's in this no. movie. Oh, God damn it. He's in Batman Returns at one point. I'll point oh, really? him out to you, dude. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, but either way, yeah, this is where Penguin basically blackmails uh, Shrek into kind of helping him have a public reemergence to, you know, because he's, I mean, and this is smart. He's going to be, people are going to be fucking like hounding him and wanting to take pictures of him for better or for worse. Not only does he want something out of Shrek, but he also wants this as protection. It's actually really smart. He's like, dude, I, 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 I want a bubble between me and the people when I get up there. That's fucking smart. It really is. Um, <clears throat> This is where we also cut to uh, Selena. We see Selena's life. You know, she's got a boyfriend who wants to leave her for the, you know, oh, yeah, about that winter trip. Uh, Dr. Blah, blah, blah said that I, I should go alone. This should be some, I, I, you know, it, sh- it should be something, you know, something about being an appendage. She's like, some appendage. I'm like, ooh, nice. Dude, this thing has, a, it's a very cynical script. It's very snarky. Um, and it's also, it has a lot for, dude, for a PG film. How adult is this fucking movie, man? There's a lot of oh, shit dude, in this. this is- Man. This is M here. So like there's yeah, this is M. So this is actually PG thirteen, I wow. guess, the equivalent. So um <laughs> I don't want to get past it, but like yeah, the guy on the fucking recorder and it needs to be his own person. I'm like, fuck off, dude. It's Michelle Pfeiffer in a prime. Like <laughs> I know, right? Uh, dude, but yeah, it, I love that she's oh no, go on, Colin. I was saying Selena Kyle, she seems so sweet. You know, she's like she the does. she's like the woman, she's like the girl next door, the the, the girl you want to take home to mom. She seems like just, she does. just so nice. You know, yeah, but uh, I mean, so this is the '90s where you know, if you're a loner, then you're weird. Um, so she's a loner. <laughs> Honey, I'm home. Oh, I forgot, I'm not married. <laughs> oh yeah, just fucking talking to her cats. You know, maybe if you were yeah. chipping in instead of stepping out. Um, and um, I love the set design here, man. Like, I love the. I've always loved that neon sign in her room, and like, yes. you know, this this place, this this apartment looks very lived in. Like, they did a really really good job with this set. Yeah, exactly. I don't think we've ever agreed more on a movie. Honestly, we bump heads. <laughs> a lot and sometimes we're you know but uh, this is one of the few movies where like we both watched it a lot we both have a lot of history with it um and it's it's we're rare. vibing man right yeah, vibing. It's, it's 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 rare that happens we find something that kind of brings our venn diagram of movies together um totally but uh you know she leaves a message hey uh selena this is yourself this is me reminding you that you're gonna have to come all the way back down to the office and pick up the files <laughs> for the bruce wade meeting uh this is great you know and this is where he walks in and she's she's cracked this code uh reading about the um the protected the, files yeah the protected files how industrious <laughs> i fucking love his delivery of stuff uh. um and this you know basically where she like she says you know it's a power plant name only it's actually going to be a giant capacitor it'll be stocking uh you know 
sucking energy from Gotham and stockpiling it, which is a very novel yeah. approach, I'd say. And <laughs> and who would you say this to? It's like, dude, oh, oh. such a good dude, line. You know, this reminds me of, so you don't watch Game of Thrones, do you? No. Okay, so this is not a spoiler at all. Uh, in the pilot, in the first episode, um, one of the kids, uh, Bran, like he's, it's awesome, dude. Like he... Um, he witnesses something that he's not supposed to, and one of the characters goes up to him, like 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 Max is here, like very sort of like imposingly, and he's like, oh, you know, he's not going to tell anyone, he's not going to tell anyone, and you think he's going to let him go, and then it's like last second, he's like bang, like pushes him out the window, um, and this is exactly like this totally reminded me of this, this that like that this time around. Um, I love I love how he like he fakes it out and he's, he fakes her out and he's like, huh, huh, oh, and, dude, uh, yeah. Dude, he's awesome, dude. And, and like the fall, the fall itself is fucking neat. Like it doesn't look real, but the marquees, man. Like I love the way she falls through the marquees. It's like, dish, dish, and then she hits the floor. Oh, it's great. Well, dude, yeah, the shove is, it's almost a jump scare. You know, you're like, oh yeah. shit. Like when he first shoves, you're like, holy fuck. Um, but like you said, yeah, she kind of fits those, uh, I, I just called them canopies. I don't know, fucking marquees, canopies, whatever you want to call them. Because um, Lindsay and I are watching this. She's like, wait, she's dead as fuck. And I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. She would definitely be dead as fuck, but comic book yeah. logic. She this got, is comic book shit, right? Yeah. Comic book shit. This is movie bullshit. Like she's got nine lives, yeah. right? Exactly. Um, this scene disturbed me as a kid very, very, very much. The, all the the fucking cats gnawing on her fingers and shit. I was like, ah, like, god damn it, man! And like her eye fucking flittering, like she's having a seizure. I was like, dude. I mean, it it scared the fuck out of me, but at the same time, this is such a good, like, <clears throat> this is such a good physical show don't tell kind of thing of show us that she's going through this transformation show us that something is going on because we don't really okay she's surrounded by cats they're fucking gnawing on her her eye is fucking twitching like dude it's a great transformation scene it's almost like she's it's almost like uh, it reminds me of something from like almost like American Werewolf in London like a transformation into this new <clears throat> into this new kind of creature and I fucking love it man it's so good uh, and it's scared you Sorry, oh go no go on I say it scared the fuck out of me when I was a kid <laughs> it it is no seriously it's super creepy and the way it's shot like with the with the cats like the the shadows on the walls and shit it's awesome have you seen the bullshit terrible catwoman film oh no 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 it is atrocious <laughs> um it's so fucking bad but I, I i think there was a similar scene from this man like i just i don't know but like that movie just never like totally like none of that was catwoman to me and i remember watching that at a very young age and i remember hating it at, at that age as well um, but yeah, this 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 was always like the the moment of Catwoman. Like this was this was so so scary. Like you like especially the eyes. Like you said, man, it's the eye that's the eyelid flittering and shit. But not even that. Like when she walks into the apartment in the next scene and she's like, "Honey, I'm home. I'm home. Oh, I forgot, I'm not married." And you get that really cool shot of like the door opening and the light in the background. It's just a silhouette. Ah, oh. and like she turns on the light and she's just staring straight into the camera for a little bit. Yeah, dude, I love that. And it's kind of like a throwback to the line we just saw. Um, I love, you know, she starts playing the the answering machine. Hello, Selena Kyle. We're just we're just calling to make sure you tried Gotham Lady perfume. One whiff of this at the office, and your boss will be asking you to stay to be to, to stay late after work for a candlelight staff meeting for two. Yeah, Gotham Lady that- perfume exclusively at Shrek's department store. I'm like, oh, dude, to hear that right after yeah. this just happened, dude. Like, holy shit. 
By the way, you can't get away with that line in 2018. Oh, God, no. That's, like a, that's a Me Too piece of... That's a Me Too thing. Right oh, d- but this is that music that you're talking about that... Yeah. Dude, I mean, Dan, it's there's very few things that I like more than this that Danny Elfman has done. Very, very few that. But, oh, dude, it sounds so great because right when she screams and she throws that fucking... She throws the carton of milk and just starts fucking wrecking the place man it's great it's so swelling um it's it, i don't know i I'm, I'm trying to find the words to describe it it's it's so just it's tragic it's sad it's so sad the music behind it but you can empathize with her dude she's treated like shit she's literally had people try to murder her like and it, you you start to empathize with her so well just because she's fucking losing it she lives in this one bedroom apartment where her bed folds up into the fucking wall her mom won't stop calling her or men won't start calling her, you know, or when they do, they call to cancel these trips, you know, and she gets treated like shit by her boss. And eventually she just fucking snaps, dude. And I, I love how her character works out. I just, I love this whole thing. You know, her, no, sho- it's, it certainly is fantastic, man. Her shoving the stuffed animals down the fucking garbage disposal. That always fucked me up as a kid, man. Like this is one of the earliest movies that I can remember watching. And so much of it was like, man, none of this makes sense. And it's fucking me up as a kid. Like it's scary. Cause it's, cause it's a lot. Logical. You're like, why is she painting just like a black line in the wall with spray paint? Like, why is she destroying her stuffed animals and stuff like that? Like, it's stuff you don't really get as a kid, you know. But now as an adult, I'm like, oh, she's, you know, she's trying to destroy all the stuff about this previous life, this person that she's that she doesn't really want to be. Um, you know, she, right. I, lo- I love the hello there sign turns into hell here. That's so fucking good. Yes. I love that, man. So, like, this is something that I, even as an adult, you don't really get. Like, you don't really get the logic of like why why is she painting black like this this the dollhouse like why is she like it's it's not really something you can understand or empathize like you can empathize with it but like it's not something we can really understand until you're actually kind of in that situation and you're acting that irrationally um and erratically i i literally wrote wrote down like what is she thinking here <laughs> like you know what i mean like when she starts creating the outfit i'm like it, it like does she really need to be like you know i need to create this sexy but kind of like intimate intimidating outfit but really she's kind of doing this to kind of like boost not only boost her confidence but becoming this like new whole other person that she's right. just kind of like that she's going through it's it's awesome right that's what i was gonna say it's a complete metamorphosis um that's what mm. i like about it she and it's all this kitty shit that she destroys the dollhouse the the stuffed animals like the pink shirts in the closet like that's all the stuff she starts spray painting over um we see her yeah. we see her bust out the leather jacket and we have our first glimpse of catwoman which is uh, you know i don't know about you miss kitty <laughs> it's like oh my God, dude, that is so yeah. such a fucking this good was, scene, this man. This was my first jizz break. <laughs> well, dude, she was vacuum sealed into that suit. You know, they actually hooked a vacuum up to her and sucked the air out. Really? She, oh, she, my God. She could only go for so long before she'd start to pass out. And she, dude, she, Michelle Pfeiffer, I mean, dude, she learned how to work a whip. That's a live bird she puts in her mouth later on. Yes. Like, dude, yeah. she she went through a lot of shit for this movie. Um, and I honestly, I don't, I wouldn't change anything casting wise about this movie. Not one goddamn thing, especially Michelle Pfeiffer. She's, I mean, I, I mean, except for now, I, I'm going to say she's probably my favorite casting over anybody. DeVito, Keaton, Walken, like she, th- this movie, maybe if you, maybe, maybe you don't like Batman movies, maybe you don't like the way that they've gone, but at least watch this for the fucking Catwoman scenes because they're so good, man. They really are great. Um, 
Totally. Uh, yeah, this is where we see, you know, the mayor is having the speech. Uh, I'm here to denounce the, you know, denounce the crime that seems to be plaguing our city, you know, but it won't stand and blah, blah, blah. And literally as he's talking about it not happening, a guy comes up and steals his own fucking baby. Uh, yeah. This is Mac's dad from Always Sunny. The, <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, um, yeah, because this guy looks slightly familiar to me. Yeah, dude, it was those big, big ass fucking blue eyes that he always has. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not one for speeches, so I'll just say thanks. And he takes the baby, backflips down the drain, and I love how staged all this is. Oh no, the horrible penguin man! Please don't hurt me. Just take the baby. It's so fucking like it's like a 1930s like serial cartoon. <laughs> it's it's yeah, <laughs> it's so fucking Davido's, staged. Davido's great here, man, and I love I love the score. I love the music here as well. Like this is. It's it's totally staged. Like, like and, and any anyone who's like looking out at this would like know it's staged. But I love like you know I was their number one son. They treated me like number two. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, and it makes you feel bad for the guy. You know, um, you know, to a child. You know, he's like, I want to find, I want to find my parents. I want to know what happened. I want to know why they decided to treat me. You know, once they saw me, they decided to treat me differently. You know, he's like, I'm a boy who spent his first Christmas. And and everyone after that in a sewer, you know, I'm like, holy shit, man. Like, and I love that. I love that Bruce is kind of, he's sympathizing. He's like, yeah, I lost my parents too. And I turned into this thing. And like, I think at first he kind of symbolized or, um, he empathizes with that. He kind of, he's like, yeah, I understand. I kind of, in a weird way, understand what you're going through. Like I wasn't abandoned like you were, but my parents were taken away from me for something that wasn't, that I didn't do, you know? And like, I, 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 I had no, I was just a little kid. I couldn't do anything about it um and yeah. I, I, the, the the kind of like i think i think it's kind of in a way like they were both powerless to change their situations and i think that's something right. that bruce kind of um he i love kind of, that I, yeah i love that he's able to understand this guy um like and you know what else is weird dude it is so weird that we don't get much bruce until the 36 minute mark yeah, well, I mean, shit, we don't really even get a lot of Batman either. You know, that's kind of yeah. one of the criticisms of this movie is the fact that, you know, we have, I mean, counting Shrek, we have basically four main characters and we get so little screen time for Batman. We really do. Right. And, and I think that might have been working against it for me when I was a kid. Like, I was like, there's really not that much Batman and he doesn't do that much cool <laughs> shit. But like, when you get older, you start to, um, <laughs> you start to like villains a lot more and more when you get older. And oh, yeah. I love that. I love that this is more of a villain pace. Like, it's it's great. Yeah, for sure. I mean, dude, look at Dark Knight. You know, don't get me wrong. We get way more Batman than we do Joker. But when we get Joker, we're fucking foaming at the mouth. Right. Uh, exactly. But, but yeah, this is, you know, I love I love what Bruce says here. He's like, his parents, I, I hope he finds them. You know, he's like, he's optimistic about this guy at first. We so all know, genuine, man. I love Caden there. Right. We all know the way that Bruce Wayne and Batman is he's... He's problematic. You know, he's he's thinking, what are the logistics and the problems of this guy emerging? What's his angle? What does he want? You know, and to see him finally just be like, yeah, I hope it works out for him. It's like you never see Batman have that kind of moment for someone. You know, he's always he's almost kind of paranoid. He's always on the fence about people. You know, he has contingency plans for people in the Justice League for when they go bad. He's like, dude, I know how to kill all of you. I'm like, holy shit. Like, so I, I, I just I've always especially loved that scene, especially the way it's lit. Yeah. It's just that natural fireplace lighting on his face it's like god that's so fucking good man it feels yeah. so real um, world's greatest detective he is yeah right <coughs> um 
I love this scene, you know. Um, he's reading all, he's reading about the Red Triangle Gang, and he takes a bite, and he's like, it's cold. It's fishy swell, sir. It's supposed to be cold. I, I always loved that as a kid. I, I thought he was eating oatmeal as a kid. I was like, what is that? What is that? Oatmeal? I don't know what the fuck fishy swell is. <coughs> I've, I have no fucking idea. Oh, I, I dude, I, I was just about to ask you. I was like, is this something they have in Australia? Is this like Vegemite or something? No, that's, um, like, that's going to be some British shit. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's Alfred, so of course it is. Um, you'll have your old gray tea and crumpets at three o'clock. Um, but uh, yeah, that's where, you know, Bruce reads up a little bit of, you know, uh, basically, um, you know, that they he finds out there's some kind of disappearance or murder with this Red Triangle gang, you know, and at least one aquatic bird boy freak show disappeared before he could be questioned. And I love this. Alfred's like, I suppose you feel better now. He's like, no, actually, I feel worse. You know, it's like, damn, dude. Like, again, this is Batman. Like, yeah, I feel bad for this dude, but I got to check him out. I have to. I'm Batman. This is what I do. Like, I have to have a contingency against you. Like, that's just the kind of person that he is. The Batmobile rolling through, um, like Gotham, like just slowly in the in the in the snow, fucking oh. badass, dude. And also, Batman does the Bale voice. Did you notice it here? Yeah, he, <laughs> dude. This is how it should have been done, though. He's like, I think yeah. I know who his parents are. <laughs> like, dude, that's cool. He almost sounds. Where's more- the trigger? <laughs> you give me the trigger. You wouldn't give it to an ordinary citizen. <laughs> oh, dude, it's so bad. You know what he sounds like? He sounds like Kevin Conroy here, like from the animated series. Yeah. Batman, dude, and like this, yeah. this whole thing feels like. I mean, like you know what? I honestly, I could lose Penguin and substitute him for 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 um, for Mister Freeze. Honestly, dude, because like I I like what they do here. I really do. But like, if I were to have a Winter Batman movie, I really want Mister Freeze. Like honestly, like maybe like Jeremy, like Jeremy Irons, Mister Freeze, like kind of thing. Like a like, heart of heart of Ice story as well. Yes, yes, yeah. dude, fucking so good. <clears throat> um, and yeah, this is where we kind of see that you know Penguin's at the Hall of Records. He's reading over all these birth certificates, writing down names. Uh, all this will come back later. We don't really know exactly what's going on, but um, I love the I love the, the earlier that guy's like, you know, what about the freedom of the press? He's like, you know, what about the what about the right to find your your, your heritage in the privacy? You know, blah blah blah. <laughs> I fucking love his whole speech. Here. Get the Constitution arrest. It's Christmas. Um, that and, and but I, I agree with that. I always thought. That's fucked up. They're keeping him out of the Hall of Records. And it's like, well, honestly, at the same time, though, if you were just a normal guy, you wouldn't have all these people around you like fucking right. swarming. So this is what this right. is. This is what Max is there for. He's there to to shield him. It's so fucking smart what he's done to to pivot himself in this situation. But uh, for sure. we find we find out that um, this is where we see that uh, that Penguin's parents are dead. I believe it's uh, Tucker and Esther Cobblepot. I think I think I called him something else earlier on, but Tucker and Esther Cobblepot. Um, I, uh, I I love this scene. I, I I really do, just because it's you know this kind of where. Um, he knows he's being watched. He's got to put on this big performance of putting yeah. the roses down and sitting down in front of their grave and blah, blah, blah. Full to his knees, dude. Right, yeah. He knows he's being watched. He's such a good actor for these people, dude. But I love it. Mr. Mr. Penguin, Mr. Penguin. A penguin is a bird who cannot fly. <laughs> I have a name. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, dude. What a great way to start that. A penguin is a bird who cannot fly. I was like, that's great. Um, yeah. But this whole, this whole speech is good, you know? He's like, you know, you're never, you know... Um, what, what he says, you know, my name's Oswald Cobblepot. He's like, uh, he's like, Mister Cobblepot, you'll never get a, you'll never get to settle up with them, huh? 
And he's like, yeah, that's true. He said, but, you know, basically I can't. What did he say? He's like, it's human nature to fear the unusual. When when I held right. my Tiffany baby rattle with um with a set of flippers instead of five chubby digits, they flipped. <laughs> I fucking yeah. love that lie, dude. It's so good. Yeah. Essentially, he kind of like forgives them, though. And like, that's what the newspapers like, uh, you know, end up saying. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I <clears throat> um. There is a cameo here real quick right after this scene where, they're, you know, the guy's selling the papers and they're like, oh, he's like a friend. He's like a frog or he's like a frog that became a prince. Oh, he's really more like a penguin. That woman <laughs> is that woman is Bob Kane's wife, who is one of the. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's in a couple of things. Fuck yeah. Bob Kane for one thing. Fuck. Fuck Bob Kane. I mean, I'm sorry, dude. I, I can't get into this right now because I just fucking. I know. The guy is such a fucking prick, man. But it, he is a prick. But I mean, like he did have a hand in it like it's not like he it's not he's okay so he didn't solely create batman like bill finger is now getting only just now kind of really getting the credit for it as well it's donna justice but, uh, or no yeah it was donna justice where he first donna justice right yeah. uh batman and bill great documentary on hulu if you guys haven't watched it but please please if you love batman check out bill finger read about that shit man it'll it'll get you mad um yeah. but um but yeah this uh catwoman's entry right yeah, I love this. You know, she, what, fucking tic-tac-toe? Like, she claw the guy's eyes out? Is Dude, that what she does? That, no, she doesn't claw it out. Like, it, it's violent as shit. Like, she just, she claws at his face and, like, it creates, like, that, that tic-tac-toe kind of thing. Um, but look, this is the first time we actually kind of see a costume kind of close up, and she looks fantastic, man. I, I'm always kind of, like, blown away by how, how good she looks. Um, always waiting for some Batman to save you. I'm Catwoman. Hear me raw. <laughs> I hate that. I hate I hate that. Oh, God. There's I'm a few cat. lines in here that are really, really weird, uh, and we'll get to them a bit later, um, but... Or yeah, the eight, some or really the eighty backflips away from the place. I'm like, dude, she's gonna have a seizure yeah. by the time she lands. Like, holy shit! Yeah, yeah. You, hey, Catwoman, you could have walked. Like, you could have <laughs> right. walked away. You know, you got a whip. Um, you could just kind of wrap around stuff and fly away. It'd look a lot cooler. Uh, like, she, yeah. as she's backflipping, another dude pops out and just stabs her. He's like, yeah, hey, she probably stop doing that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, <clears throat> this is where Shrek and um, <clears throat> Bruce Wayne meet face to face. Bruce is talking to him about his power plan. You know, he's like, well, I'm gonna go against you on this you know i've already talked to the mayor and we see eye to eye may has come and go blue blood's tie easy you think you can go 15 rounds with muhammad shrek <laughs> it's like holy shit dude like but i love i love their demeanor their business but they under but you know they don't really like each other but they're being civil you know i right. I, I, I love their kind of relationship that's going on he's like well i guess we're gonna see he's like, of course i don't have a crime boss in my corner like cobble pot you know and uh this is where we get the reintroduction of selena you know and he's like if my sister uh. if, my, if my sister wasn't here i'd ask her to escort you out you know i turned around and she's right there and i love her line anywhere he wants preferably some night spot grotto you know uh, or some secluded hideaway i'm like holy shit dude and she is <laughs> You could tell, like, there's just this veil over her eyes. She's somebody totally different now. She's confident. And I love, oh, dude. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I love I love Shrek here, man. Selena, Selena, Selena. Like, oh, dude. Like, Welcome is awesome here. I love how, like, he kind of, he's like, did you injure yourself on that ski slope coming back from vacation? Like, he, he, go, he goes so overboard. <laughs> he goes so far that it's like, I wonder if, like, Batman kind of, like, got some kind of inkling that he's, like, talking shit. Like, can you imagine if he's like, did you injure yourself on that ski slope, you know, going down that 30 degree angle and, uh, you know, in that really warm summer's day? Like, he goes so far. <laughs> I'd love if he were just like, did you, he's like, did you injure yourself 
when I pushed you out the window and you hit all the awnings <laughs> on the way down. <laughs> like that'd be so yeah. fucking funny. She's like, uh, yeah. no. Um, yeah. But um, but yeah, she basically she fakes amnesia. You know, she's like, I remember Sister Mary Margaret puking in church, <laughs> and Betsy Riley saying it was morning sickness. <laughs> yeah, that made me laugh because that made me think of you. I was like, because you you were you spent a lot of time in a Catholic school, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I spent my uh, well, I spent six years in a Catholic school. <laughs> I couldn't imagine seeing a nun throwing up for morning sickness. I just laugh. I couldn't help it, dude. I'd laugh my I'd, ass I'd, off. Yeah, that would be the talk of the fucking school for years. <laughs> Dude. dude, hell yeah, man. Um, you know, and I, and I remember the time, and I remember the time I didn't, I forgot to wear underpants at school and the name of the boy who saw it was Ricky Friedberg. <laughs> He's dead now. I'm like, holy shit, lady. <laughs> like, I love what Bruce says later. He's like, you got kind of a dark side, don't you? No darker than yours, Bruce. I'm like, oh, that's yes. fucking sexy. Um, yes. But couldn't you just die? I'm like, God damn, dude. I, this is a little much, though. I don't like this because she literally paces back and forth. And she's just grandstanding doing this whole super dramatic like kind of thing. I'm like, okay, come on, dude. Like, we get it. You're back. You're not supposed to be here. You've caught the whole room off guard. You've caught these two guys off guard for completely different reasons. But it's there's almost like an empty space right here where she's just walking back and forth. And she just goes, couldn't you die? Couldn't you just die? I'm like, okay, stop this scene. Like, start picking up from here because I can't fucking stand it. I just, I never liked this one yeah. little bit, dude. It's so weird. You know, it, it might... <clears throat> It might work a little better if we didn't know that she's alive still. Like, if we looked at it from um, Shrek's point of view, uh, like, like if we didn't see her transformation and things like that, and she kind of, like, just walks in, and you still have that air of surprise about it, then, like, it might work a little better. Yeah, but, that, that's, uh, a good, because, that's interesting. But because we've already seen it, then we're a little, you know, the audience is a little bit, you know, a little less in, uh, interested in it. Um, and, and it's really tough to kind of put yourself into Max Shrek's shoes, right? Like, you know, you still got that shock, but uh, it, it might have worked a little bit better if we didn't see the transformation. But honestly, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade that transformation scene for anything, to be honest. Oh, hell no, dude. It's so fucking yeah. good. Um, but yeah, she she escorts Mr. Wayne out. You know, you don't seem the, like the type of person who takes orders from Mr. Shrek. Well, you don't seem like the one type of person who'd be working for him uh, or doing business with him or whatever they say. They kind of set up a little bit of a date. Um, I love this. You know, uh, he's like, well, you know, I, I could free up some time. She's like, I'm listed. He's like, I'm leaving. You know, I, I love their dialogue. It's very quick. It's very, you know, um, uh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I love, I love uh, walking here. Uh, he's like, uh, if she tries to blackmail me, I'll drop her out of a higher window. Yeah, I was like, God damn, dude. Holy shit. Um, but, um, but yeah, moving on, this is where we, um, this is where we get, I, and I love the way this shot starts with him kind of goading Oswald into running for mayor. The, the way the shot starts, I don't know what you call this. I'm not technical, you know, I'm not technically versed in, in, in filmmaking, but when you kind of, you have something that's in the foreground and something that's in the background, but they, they somehow are able to focus both of them, but you have a blurry kind of section in the middle yeah. of it. I love yeah. Love that shot, dude. That's I cool. fucking it's cool. love it. Um, and he tips him down there with the raw fish. It's like, dude, this is another one of those fucking just disgusting things, man. I hated this as a kid, but I could not stop looking, man. It was like it's just like a bad car wreck. I just couldn't look away from him 
it's what it looks so good. Like, is this a real raw fish that Danny DeVito is? I know. It looks, I was like, it looks fucking fantastic. Like the, the 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 flakes of the fish in his in his teeth. Ugh, dude. I I I can only imagine what food that must really be. I was like, what is this, dude? And unless it's, I mean, it looks raw as fuck. Unless it's some something cooked. I don't know. I'd be interested to see about that. I'll I'll have to look that up once we're done here. And um, by the way, like like I would be so fucking embarrassed. Like I would be so pissed off at, uh, at at Max Shrek for this. I was like, I'm eating fucking like with my bare hands, and you led me into a crowd. I'm sure I'm sure Cobblepot couldn't give a shit. But like, dude, I can't. <laughs> I can't eat chicken in public. Like, I have a problem with eating chicken. It's, like, the least, like, attractive thing to eat in public. Like, you're fucking, <laughs> like, picking the picking the meat off the bones and shit, like, with your fingers. And I'm like, like when I go to a KFC or something, I, like, I sit in the corner and just, like, try and... <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's why you gotta go with the boneless breast, man. Come on, amateur uh, Jesus. Uh, dude, yeah, but, like, when I when I go to KFC, like, like, that's the only place where I eat, like, chicken in public because, you know, I fucking love the original pieces but like when i go somewhere else i always get like like the strips so i can eat it with like a knife and fork <laughs> oh yeah hell yeah dude I, oh i haven't uh, had kfc in years i'd probably vomit um <laughs> but um but how yeah dare I, how dare you just the kettle um <laughs> i love this he uh he goads him down with the fish and you know he's basically saying i want you i want you you know I want you to run for mayor you know and what does he say he's like he's like max elections are in late november is this not mid-december i'm like oh dude con can you fucking just not gargle with like broken glass for two seconds dude like can you not speak in a normal voice just once like holy shit um i love this you know where he's uh <laughs> the like the what is this uh the two like the like the two the two image consultants yeah. oh my god dude these people fucking are so does uh, it's like josh and jen she's like our voters show us that people uh <laughs> our voters show us they like candidates with fingers or something like that i was like what the fuck um not, what, not a lot of reflective surfaces in the sewer huh could oh. be worse my nose could be gushing blood <laughs> and I, <laughs> I love i love like when, when davina turns around and just like does that fake laugh oh it's fantastic oh, do that <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and also when they put the cigarette with the filter in his mouth and he just spits it right back out. It's, kind of, it's kind of like a like a cool kind of diss to the original homage of like the um, of, you know, the 1960s Batman kind of thing. Uh, but DeVito's face. Yeah. When he turns around and he's laughing, it's, it's so fucking crazy. Um, and, you know, he bites him in the face. Let's make a mayor. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love this, dude. Dude. Um and uh and yeah, this is where he lays it down. He's like um he's like uh <coughs> He's like, yeah, you're right. We missed the regularly scheduled election, but public officials can be recalled, impeached, you know, given the boot. You know, look at Nixon and Agnew, then think of you. Oswald Cobblepot filling the void. I'd like to fill her void. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, dude. Um, that's fucking uh, creepy, man. my French flipper trick. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, dude. And then, like, oh, my God, when he gets him on the steps, you know, and he's like, no, nah, I've, I've got far too many things going on. You know, I can't be mayor. And he's just like he just starts pitching him all of the stuff. He's like he's like you know you, you have you have you'll have so much. Uh, basically, you know you'll have uh, a chance to fulfill your destiny. Your parents ca uh, carelessly discarded unlimited poontang. I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, holy dude, shit! There is they sneak so much shit in here, dude. Like like you know, in addition to like uh, Catwoman's over overly sexual like you know vibe, like they sneak a lot of sex stuff in here. 
Oh, dude, when he pops up later on and he's like, just the pussy I've been looking for. It's like, okay. I was like, all right, dude. That's like a little too on the nose. Like if he just came in and Michelle Pfeiffer's legs were spread and she had nothing on. It's like, oh, I think they're trying to be sexual here. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure. I'm sure the MPAA had a lot of fun, like like, going through this shit. (laughs) Burton somehow, dude, like Beetlejuice. Now, Joey, be honest. Have you seen Beetlejuice yet? No, I haven't. God damn it. Um, There is a scene. We're talking about a PG movie here, okay? Where he kicks this tree over and goes, nice fucking model. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, that's a PG movie. I watched yeah. it at school one day as a kid. I was like, what the fuck, man? That's crazy. Oh, like, yeah. I can't believe that. Like, there's so many movies I can get away with that. Not anymore. There's no fucking way. You can, get a lot, you can get away with a lot with PG back in the day. I think it was Temple of Doom. Uh, that was the really famous one with the heart rip. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, I don't say that's rated R, but that's definitely not PG. No. Um, but yeah, basically Shrek calls upon Oswald. He's like, I need you to start fucking shit up. You know, I, I need, I need, I've got my, I've got my candidate, you know, like he says earlier, you know, he's like, I can, you know, I've got enough Shrek employees alone to, uh, to, to, to issue a recount. He's like, yeah, that's great, but you don't have a candidate, and you sure as hell don't have a platform. So now they've got a candidate, and now they're going for the platform. He is not doing anything about Gotham. Gotham keeps getting attacked by this gang. Uh, it's just, it's so smart. They're both using each other to their own gain, and it's it's kind of fucking crazy how, how good of a plan this is for both of them, in a way. For Oswald to seem so good and shiny on the surface, and for Shrek to get what he wants, you know, in, in the long run. It's, it's, it's fucking cool. I love this plan that they have. Mm, it's uh, Mutually beneficial for sure. Um, right, yeah. Um, they're definitely 69ing each other. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and then you get Gotham in chaos. Dude, this is so fucking Arkham Knight fight, man. Come on. Yeah, totally. Uh, on the street. Yeah. Dude, I want that so fucking bad. By How- the way, ba- Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say Batman knocking their heads together is so 90s. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. The guy swinging the pole. And Batman just ducks like he squats and just turns yeah. around. I was like, dude, that is so lazy. <laughs> but so, like, I was gonna say, the hand-to-hand stuff is actually it's it's not bad, man. Like, it's pretty decent. It's not as good as it can be. Like, it's not Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice like hand-to-hand good. Mm-hmm. Um, because that honestly, like as bad as that movie is, and like as terrible as like you know the plotline is, that is the best Batman action I've seen on screen. Um, it's pretty like, good. Like, yeah, y- yeah. Like that was because don't forget, man. At this time, like Keaton wasn't able to turn his head. Like right. that was something they fixed in the Dark Knight, and that was something they weaved into the fucking actual storyline in that in that movie. But um, yeah, like like the hand to hand man. Like I don't, I really don't mind it. Like it actually looks pretty decent. Uh, but I love. I love that like Batman has the time to calibrate a batarang while one of the four goons is aiming an RPG at him. Right, dude. I'm like, dude, all right, <laughs> play the Lara Arkham Knight. I know you've got like a cryo blast in there and a disruptor. Yeah. You've got a lot of shit you could fight you could you could fight this guy off with, but Yeah. Um, he had one of those like you know, you know how like on top of his head, like it gets like that blue kind of like thing, like where you where you gotta dodge. He had that on him for like ages. <laughs> the guy pointing the RPG. <laughs> yeah, like his his spidey. Yeah. Um, dude, what cracks me up is the guy running around with the goddamn sword in his mouth. How efficient is that? That's not efficient, dude. <laughs> That's not a good dude, place like, for a sword. The shot of Batman like pulling out of his mouth, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that guy is so calm about it, too. He's like, you got it? Okay, good. <laughs> um, 
But uh, but yeah, I also I don't want to go. Um, I don't know actually if we're there yet. Th- this is another one of the Batman deaths where he fucking straps the bomb to that dude. I was like, oh shit, man! Like that's yep. fucking dark. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, no, you're wrong. You know, he yeah. pulls he pulls the bomb off one of their guys. But uh, this guy, I believe, is uh, I think his name's Paul Hurley. I I, I don't know. I, I I might be wrong, but he's in he's he. I swear to God, I'm not making this up. There is an arm wrestling movie with Sylvester Stallone called Over the Top, and this guy is the bad guy in it, and it is fucking oh, yeah. Now it's not the greatest movie in the world, but it is. It has some good. It has some decent moments, but it is fucking hilarious with this dude this big bald headed dude they're fucking arm wrestling and he's pulling the arm down <laughs> he looks at Stallone and he just goes I own you like <laughs> <laughs> it is so fucking funny dude it's Jesus. so fucking funny um, but uh, yeah uh, well, Selena was- breaks into this this sporting goods store dude and like <laughs> I've got a note here <laughs> I just wrote, she can whip me all night long. Dude, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, I don't know where the shooter or to fall in love. <laughs> yeah. yeah, our take home is less than 300. You're overpaid. Hit the road. <laughs> um, yeah, and this is, I fucking love this, dude. Just going into the store and just fucking shit up. Like, who who never wanted to do that? Just go into a store with, like, a baseball bat oh, and yeah. just, like, smashing cash shit. Like, holy fuck. Um, we also get our first kind of face-to-face with Batman and... Um, this um, is one of my favorite sequences in the entire movie. Like not this, not really the penguin and Batman facing off. Like I love, I love the, I love the lines here. Ah, oh, the direct approach. I admire that in a man in a mask. Yes. But I love, like I love <coughs> Selena showing up. Like she's doing the backflips and shit. And they just kind of look at her, and all she says is like meow. And then fucking boom, dude. I love it. Well, dude, and I don't want to go past. You know, he's like assessing the damage, touring the riot scene, you know, mayoral stuff. He's like, you're not the mayor. He's like, things change. Like, you don't really think you'll win, do you? He's like, things change. I'm like, oh, shit, that's fucking cool. Like, I, I like how yeah. that line kind of comes back. Um, but, yeah, she fucking blows, blows Shrek's to fucking sky high. Uh, reminds me of RoboCop when they're blowing up the gas station. <laughs> that's the yes. first thing I thought of. Um, it's Because ma- it's honestly, the explosion is probably as big. Like, it's massive. Oh, dude, um, yeah, it's huge. But I love, I love, uh, <laughs> I saw her first, gotta fly, and, like, it's so Penguin with the flying umbrella. <laughs> yes, dude. Now, I will say I love the faces of the architecture in it, and that is something that did hold over in Batman Forever, which I did like. They kind of, it was an easy transmission for, transition for me. They, they, like, not, there's, like, they do keep some of, like, the big kind of, almost like Atlas, you know, carrying the world on his shoulders. Like, to carry, they carry over a lot of that architecture that I liked. But, but yeah, like, I, I love him just as... Like, how many kids, I definitely tried this, I definitely jumped off of a high platform with an umbrella thinking it would sustain me. <laughs> like, I definitely tried this at some point. Yeah, I tried that, but not from, like, a rooftop or some shit. Like, I just... <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> no, like no, a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe, like, a, a low fucking deck. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. I was going to say my fucking deck at home or something like that. Yeah. Now. <laughs> but the the visuals of Catwoman, dude, on the on the rooftops is awesome. Like, like her with her outfit and the, the steam. Oh, it's great, man. Um, And, yeah, Catwoman. Catman. <laughs> Catwoman and Batman fight on the roof and like like she she fucking like oh he hits her. Like like that is like a full on hit. And I was like, damn, like this is this like how do you honestly how do you do a Batman and Catwoman fight without him hitting her? And um it was, at first it was like kind of shocking. And she I love that she plays into it. Like she's like, How could you? I'm a woman. Oh, she's so clever. 
Right. Yeah, exactly. She knows. I mean, we're talking about this this guy who's, you know, uh, standing up for all the right things, these traditional values and blah, blah, or whatever. And he knows that she's not he's not he's not if he's not going to kill people, he's probably not going to hit a woman, you know, and takes use of that uses that to her advantage. You know, I'm a woman and I can't be taken for granted. I'm like, oh, that's fucking good. That's a good line. But uh, you, you know what line is not good? What's that? Life's a bitch. Now, so am I. Ah, <laughs> Never yeah. love that. Never nah, love that. It's not great. Um, but yeah, that, uh, basically Batman, uh, uh, what he pulls her up to kind of have this moment. She fucking like stabs him in the rib with one of those nails and he kicks her into a fucking truck full of kitty litter. Yeah. Well, it's, well, it's important that she, uh, yeah, she stabs him and he ends up like, like sorry, she ends up like having like a scar on like a, her, her, um, her arm. Yeah. He hits her with cool. that acid thing. That's what it yeah, is. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It's that's, that's important. Cause I love the way that comes into play later. Right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I tell you what, do you want to take a break here and we can, uh, we can pick back up in a minute. Yeah, for sure, dude. Let's do that. Awesome. We'll be right back guys. Hey guys, it's Zoheb just breaking in the middle here. Uh, We've got a few things that we just wanted to put out there for any newcomers, or if you're not part of our growing community, maybe this could benefit you too. Firstly, we just wanted to let the newbies know about our episodes and the way Midnight Double Feature is currently structured. As you know, right now you're listening to one of our feature presentations. When we started the podcast, we basically built the show around our feature presentations. These are movies that we choose to cover and basically go through everything in the movie that's worth talking about sequentially. These episodes are generally longer, and we're definitely looking at options to spice up our feature presentations by getting guests on, very much like LSG Media's Matt Anderson in our Get Out feature presentation. We also have our upcoming attraction episodes. Typically these come out during the week and are much shorter than our feature presentations. These are hosted by Matt Vella and basically consist of a conversation between Matt and I about any movie news that's worth talking about, quick reviews of movies that are currently out in the cinemas, and other hijinks. Finally, we have our special features. These are usually one-off special episodes that are mostly experimental and don't really have any specific definition. They could be a sit-down with a cast or crew member, a conversation between the hosts, or just a straight-up different thing that might not even relate to film. Before I let you get back to the episode, I just wanted to thank our listeners and supporters. We definitely couldn't have done any of this without your guys' constant support. If, for some reason, you're not a part of our growing community, head to our socials. We've got two pages on Facebook, Midnight Double Feature, which is our main page and has our formal announcements, and we also have the After Party, which is where we post memes, news, and teasers of what's next to come on Midnight Double Feature. We're also on Instagram, which is at Midnight Double Feature, and Twitter, which is at MDF Pod. Thanks again for listening, guys. Back to the show. Hey guys, what's going on? We are back after the break here to finish discussing Batman Returns. Freshly squeezed. Oh, he said this. He said the catchphrase. <laughs> Freshly <laughs> squeezed our nuts. No, um, <laughs> but uh, mine is. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, but yeah, our platties our our platties are empty. Our platties are empty, <laughs> and our cups are full. Um, and we're back here talking about 1992's Batman Returns. Uh, we're getting right now to the scene where uh, where where Cobblepot is kind of really starting to fall into this this whole mayoral thing. Um, you know, this this is great. Where he uh, writes, I, I may have saved the mayor's baby, but I refuse to save a mayor who stood by helpless as a baby. You know, dude, this such political shit, man. This guy is born to do politics in this way. Such a conniving piece of shit, man. Like, oh, it's so fucked up. Um, but, is this uh, the same where it's like you're the hottest young person a role model could have? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. That's fucking, oh. Have a button. Oh, dude. Like, the girl to the left, I was almost positive was Christina Ricci. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. This is 92. Christina Ricci's like five years old. Yeah. Um, and, but I, I was like, holy shit, that looks like Christina Ricci. And I was like, no, 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 wait. We got to wait till Sleepy Hollow to see a blonde Christina Ricci in a Tim Burton movie. <laughs> um, nice. But, Good uh, Yeah, thank you. Um, but, yeah, this is where, you know, I, I, you know, he's ascending the steps and we, we kind of meet, uh, you know, Penguin and Catwoman for the first time have this kind of, uh, have this I kind of, this. Dude, well, I love the guy being like, hey, Penguin, my name's not Penguin, it's Cobblepot, you know, <laughs> and, and uh, I mean, holy this shit. Is- no, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna say this is so, uh, so comic booky. The the villains like teaming up together and uh, like to take down the, take down the hero. Um, this again, this this works so well in this movie, but in lesser movies like Spider Man Three with Venom teaming up with Sandman, uh, works so much lesser. Um, yeah, yeah, like this, this, this is something that I, I think this movie kind of pulls it off pretty well because of these two performances. Right. Yeah. Some of it is like. Like some of it doesn't hit so well with me. The line that really gets me is just the pussy I've been looking for. I'm like, holy shit, dude. Um, But, uh, you know, this, you know, this is, uh, you know, where they, they start connecting. We both have, we both have problems, you know, uh, <laughs> what does he say? He's like contempt for the czars of fashion. Wait, wait, wait. Don't tell me <laughs> naked sexual charisma. Um, <laughs> you know, you know what I love? I love that, that this is shot in a way where it's like, it's kind of like this arrested development thing. Like you think these two are alone in this room, but they're not. <laughs> yeah. It's like eight <laughs> like, or nine like, people. Yeah. There's like eight or nine people to the right. there working on fucking his plan like to disassemble the batmobile <laughs> yeah what if she did want to fuck him what if yeah. they just started having sex right there like does the, red, does the red triangle gang get involved or do they just add like musical ambiance oh, sure. in the background or like i'm sure they just watch right yeah they're, they all just stare at her the whole time <laughs> yeah uh, um, pretty important though like she finds a list of names and he gets pretty annoyed and she like he slaps it away um and then dude like this like this is really well shot like this part around the birdcage and then like she takes the bird and puts it in her mouth, which, like you said, dude, she actually did. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, dude, that's... Ugh, dude. All the diseases and fucking bacteria and shit that you could get from that bird, because, like, yeah. I, you pick me up and you put me in someone's mouth, the first thing I'm going to do is probably shit. I've got yeah. shit everywhere, dude. It's like, yeah, ugh, dude, that is I'm fucking a, disgusting. I'm in a weird place where am I? Oh, shit, there I go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my first instinct, any anywhere I wake up, I'm in a strange place, I shit everywhere. I'm a terrible house guest. Oh, uh, yeah, me too. That's, <laughs> but, uh, that, that's me after I like wake up from a drunk stupor. I'm like, where am I? Oh, there I go. Oh, shit, my pants. I must be home. Uh, <laughs> um, a plan's forming. <laughs> Making the little noises when he's doing the bat like logo. I was like, holy shit. Some of this stuff is she's like, I feel dirty and starts licking and cleaning herself. I'm like, dude, come on. Yeah, I don't like that. I was like, I, I literally wrote in my notes, not a fan of the bath. No, dude, it's so, oh my God. Pretty um, cheesy. 
Right. But this is where Oswald, you know, he he challenges the mayor to to relight the the relighting of the Christmas uh, ceremony or relighting of the Christmas tree. Um, basically, you know, not that I have any faith in the mayor, but I hope and I pray that Batman will be, will be present to maintain the peace. I'm like, God damn, dude. Like, and right. the way he stares at the screen Calling when he says that. it. God, that's fucking scary. Yeah. Um, I, I, love love, this. I love this conversation between Keaton, uh, Keaton and uh, Pfeiffer. <laughs> Cat, Catwoman's thought to weigh 140 pounds. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's like, Batman blew it? That's not even accurate. Uh, yeah. it, it's all fake news. It's news that's not real. <laughs> it's not real. It's not real. <laughs> um, but like I said, I love this line, you know, where she's, uh, you know, where she's talking about, uh, you know, just the way she's staring off. She's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know, and she's like talking to herself. I'm like, God, that's fucking crazy. Um, she says, you know, you're not going to the relighting of the tree ceremony, are you? And he's like, oh, no, you know, I wouldn't be, you know, I uh, wouldn't be caught near that thing. Uh, no, I wouldn't be caught dead there. It's going to be a hot time. <laughs> it's going to be a hot time in the cold town tonight. And he's just like, yeah, kind of a dark side, don't you? No darker than yours, Bruce. I'm like, oh, that's so good. I love that line. And she looks so good, dude. Like, I kind of wish Michelle Pfeiffer was in Blade Runner. She looks so, like, imagine her as, like, Pris in Blade Runner. Holy shit. Oof. Yeah. Um, but yeah, especially, is, especially like when she's playing someone like unhinged like this. Right. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, but yeah, Bruce sets her up for uh, Bruce sets up for an early dinner. Come over at five o'clock. You know, we'll we'll watch it on uh, we'll watch it on my on my seventy thousand inch TV that I have at home. Um, yeah, yeah, they're not and they're not watching anything, man. They're they're not they're they're saying Netflix and chill, but they are not Netflixing. Yeah, right. No, no, no. <laughs> um, we also see you know we've got Penguin busting in on the of on the um, I, I don't even know what you would call her uh, the Ice Princess. Sorry. Yeah, um, she. I- I hate this scene so much. Well, it always cracks me up because she's like, you know, I don't just like trees. I'm an actress as well. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but like, like she's like, I didn't call her the Ice Princess until later. I called her Bimbo. Bimbo says, <laughs> who are you? And she falls for talent scout. But like Penguin's been on TV for so for so long now. Right. How did you miss this guy, dude? He's right. been everywhere, dude. She's she's probably like, oh, it's young like Vogue. <laughs> Yeah, um, I love this. You know this this whole thing. She's like, okay, first first I light the tree and then I hit the button. No, 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 yeah. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> She's trying to figure it out, but we get this uh, we get this great exchange between Bruce and Selena. Yeah, one talk- of my favorite scenes in the movie, dude. No, oh, it's 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 some of the only scenes that they share. Just as it's one of the only scenes, just as Bruce and Selena, um, they they start talking about you know Vicky Vale and you know all, like all the things from the first movie. Um, you know they're uh, I love that she's like what went wrong no let me guess you kept things from her he's like no I, I told her everything he's like oh and the truth the, the, the truth frightened her well there are two truths you know she had trouble reconciling them because I had trouble reconciling them and blah 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 and you know which was Vicky right about your pro- your difficulty with duality he's like well if I say yes you're gonna think I'm one of those Norman Bates Ted Bundy types and that I won't be able to kiss you she's right. like oh it's not the crazy ones I'm afraid of those are the ones who are committed <laughs> <laughs> That's right, a good exactly. Sick, sickos never scare me. At least they committed. I love that they mentioned Norman Bates and Ted Bundy. Like they reference actual like pop culture and like actual history. Right, fi- like fictional and non-fictional characters. Right. I was like, oh, that's exactly. fucking cool. Um, yeah. But, but uh, I, love, I love when they, I love when they might make out. Oh, by the way, Colin, hmm. like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
It's been a while. Dude, uh, I fucking I thought I thought Spotify started playing Marvin Gaye and I was like, what the fuck? Not now. <laughs> no, I was like, I was like, it's been a while since I had the Marvin Gaye, so let's let we, we had to bring him back. But um I, I do love that like they each have to kind of hide their their wounds. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, that's great, dude. Just the fact that you know, they could just come out and be like, Yeah, I'm Batman, yeah, I'm Catwoman, you know, and they have that scene later on where they don't just immediately start fighting. They're like civil enough to realize what's going on. I was like, that's oh, fucking cool. You mean you mean the black tie dance that's playing Hammer Time? I dude, yeah, no, no, no. It's playing Super Freak. Oh, dude, that's right. That's right. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, fuck Hammer Time. Fuck, fuck. fuck you. you can't touch this. Fuck that. Yeah. Um but yeah, I love this whole thing. You know, he's like, I got to get down to the plaza. You know, he's practically begging me to begging me to show, you know, um, here, here's what I want you to do. You know, he's like, I just want you to tell her, you know, that I like her, blah, blah. This but I can't right. do it. It's, it's, uh, you know, tell, tell Selena, tell Miss Kyle, tell her, tell her I had to go out of town. <laughs> he just uh, tell her a, a, a big business deal came up. Uh, you, no, you, you know what? Um, uh, let her know that I'm not some kind of be my dumb girl, be my girlfriend kind of way. He's like, I'll relay the message, dude. He's like, fuck off. <laughs> Uh, hers is hers is even better. Where she's like, you know, uh, yeah, make up something. Yeah, right. I love that. You know, his whole thing. You know, uh, <laughs> she says that I've been going through a lot of changes, and um, she, uh, I've been uh, no, uh, <laughs> just that this is not a rejection. You know, that uh, my my abruptly leaving. In fact, he makes me feel the way that I hope I really am. Um, but can you just tell him like a sonnet or a dirty limerick? One has just sprung to mind. <laughs> But I love, I love that. Like, I love, like Alfred must be so used to be this, used to this by now from Bruce's end. Like, he he must be like a professional at this. Like, must right. be like Alfred. Alfred must be like, okay, which fucking excuses am I going to use tonight? Right. Yeah. Exactly. And this is great juxtaposition too. Them getting ready. Like, he's got this oh, whole yeah. fortress to use, and she's literally getting ready in like yeah. a Ford Pinto. <laughs> Dude, let's 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 talk about the dynamic just quickly of Catwoman and Batman. Like, I love these two as characters together. Whenever they show up in a Batman story um, even in The Dark Knight Rises like I love that they're not like although they are sort of they have this like romantic involvement and this kind of like weird pull towards each other they're still so like you know diametrically opposed and like they have this kind of like they're, they're not a couple but they are a couple and it's so weird but it's still so awesome like I love Anne Hathaway and Christian Bale in that in Dark Knight Rises when they're dancing and you know she's like you know you better batten down the hatches because when it hits you're gonna leave you're gonna wonder like how how you left so little for the rest of us um and and i I just i love their dynamic i've always loved batman and catwoman's dynamic like she's always she's always teasing him but like batman is always like trying to get her to do right but he's never able to get her to do right uh i love that i love their dynamic yeah i think that i I always like that too like like we were saying it's kind of it's it's kind of got this, yeah. You know, especially the Dark Knight Rises when she starts killing people, and he's just like, "No guns." She's like, "Oh, you've got to be kidding." Um, yeah, he's he, he's it's kind of it's almost like an older sibling in a way, kind of like, "Dude, come on, like, don't do that." Like, you know better than that. Like, don't, right. you don't have right. to do that. Um, but yeah, basically, siblings um, that fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Brucey's the Ice Princess, and I love that grappling thing, man. It's like cool. It's like one of the first cool gadgets we see in the movie of him using is that fucking grappling hook. Oh, um, dude! Bef- before we get there, um, the fucking badass suiting up moment. Oh, I love like him getting the 
it, like you see the three different costumes and like he walks out and it's just like that badass oh it's it's fucking awesome man like the sequels um batman forever and batman uh, batman and robin take this to a whole nother level like they those movies start with this with this sequence with this whole like suiting up sequence and they just they take it so ridiculously i hate those moments in those in those movies yeah those are so over the top just just bleh. um i i love the fight scene when he shows up for the ice princess like uh, you know, he's, he's like, eat floor, high in fiber. And uh, yeah. fucking, <laughs> dude, yeah. when she, but when she grabs him by the horns and fucking knees him in the face, I was like, damn, yeah. dude, like, that's brutal. And it's the look on Michelle Pfeiffer's face, dude. She's getting that shit, man. Like, she's so into this choreography. It looks awesome because she looks, she looks so pissed off as she's fucking his face up, dude. It's like, that's awesome. She um, does. Um, and main, meanwhile, the fucking, the, 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 uh, um, the what was it called? The Red Triangle, Red Triangle Gang. Yeah, yeah. They work, they're working away on rigging the car, and they have all of the wires on the planet just right on the car, right there. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> For one thing, I, I want to know how they got these fucking blueprints. Apparently, there's a deleted scene or something that shows this, but like, is this oh, they like just went down to the public records? Yeah. Right. Is this like is this like Coleman Reese in the Dark Knight like kind of thing? Yeah. Like, is, is he just like leaking this stuff? If um, Coleman Reese isn't dead in the next thirty minutes. I yeah. always wanted to know where that dude is during Dark Knight Rises. I've always wanted to know that. Like, where the fuck is this guy? Yeah, like, there's a guy out there who knows, like, who's supplying the Batman. It's crazy. Right, yeah. I hope he's dead, but, um... <laughs> oh, I hope he's dead, too. But, uh... Um, Penguin shows up, Londart! <laughs> oh, dude. Such a great scene with her falling. She lands right on... She ends up still lighting the tree. She lands right on the lighting box, and all the fucking yeah. bats come flying out. I'm like, holy shit, man. This is so fucking good. Yeah. Um... Any other cops come out, they they shoot fucking Batman. I love Commissioner Gordon, just still can't hold your fire. I'm like, dude, yeah. she, for all you we know, she's murdered someone. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, we don't get enough Commissioner Gordon in this movie. Um, uh, that is one my, my, one of my complaints. Um, and, and like these movies, these four movies don't really set Commissioner Commissioner Gordon up enough. I think even the '89 one, like although it does try, um, it's not until Gold, uh, Goldman <laughs> Oldman <laughs> that 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 I really start caring about Commissioner Gordon. And I want to care about Commissioner Gordon more. Like that's why when J.K. Simmons was cast as Commissioner Gordon, I was like, holy shit, we're gonna get a good fucking Commissioner Gordon, like a really good one. Like like Oldman is awesome, but I don't think we get to kind of like sympathize with him enough. Oh, I fucking love. Oldman, dude. I, he's, I, per- he is. I think he's great just because we, you actually get to see him. Like he goes out on missions, you know, in the Dark Knight, and he puts himself on the line almost as oh, much yeah. as Batman. I'm like, that's fucking cool, man. Like he risks just as much, uh, if not more, because he's not wearing a mask. You can find out who his family is and shit, and that's kind of what ends up happening. Uh, spoiler alert: If you haven't seen the Dark Knight, um, if you've been living <laughs> under a rock for the last ten years, ten years. Uh, yeah. Dude, in, uh, I want to say next year will be 80 years of Batman. 1939 Detective Comics was the first oh, uh, first appearance. 80, 80 years, dude. Holy shit. <laughs> Mistletoe can be deadly if you eat it, but a kiss can be even deadly if you mean it. And oh, she does this hot as a lick. I was like, oh, I was all about this. I kind of am, but I'm like, you know, I'm not a, like, I, I don't, I don't oh, mind. So, so you're gay. Okay, yeah. that's all right. Bro. That's fine. That's all right. I don't, that's all right. Th- there's, there's something about, like, the, 
I, can you not leave the slopper afterwards? Like, can you give me a wipe, like, later on? You know, like, can you give me something? Because here I am. Because for one thing, this woman's unhinged. She's not fucking brushing her teeth. She probably smells like cat shit. She's licking my fucking face. <laughs> like, come I, don't, on. I, don't, I don't care. It's Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> He's like, I don't care. Rip, rip, that, fucking, well, um, rip that fucking leather off. <laughs> <laughs> give me that tongue. Um, <laughs> I don't like these bat wings. Oh, I love it. I fucking love it. Do you? Oh, <laughs> damn it. I, it's, I mean, it's so goofy. It really is. I get it. It looks goofy as shit. But, dude, the imagery of him flying over. This this, this, yeah. this, this movie has a lot of faraway shots. They do them really well. Uh, and especially all these fucking bats flying around. And we see, not far off, but kind of in the middle distance, we see Batman just flying over everyone. How terrifying, dude! Oh yeah, I'd be frightened. Like, like I okay, I love the the shots of him flying over. I don't like when the wings come out for the first time. Yeah, I mean it's just jarring because it's like you had that on you the whole time, the whole That's time. That's what I wrote. That's what I wrote. I'm like, I'm sure you could have gotten out of a few scrapes with this shit. And I, I'm not sure if it's supposed to be the cape or if it's something on his back. I, I I just assumed it was the cape. It was something the cape could do. But I'm like, dude, this is just so weird. I don't know. But uh, the imagery of it is badass. Practic practicality, though, nah, it's just fucking not yeah. there. And um, it looks stiff as shit. Like you, <laughs> it looks stiff as fuck. <laughs> um, this is where we get the scene with uh, Penguin and Catwoman later. She's like, you know, you were only supposed to scare. She looked pretty scared that. to me. <laughs> I was like, holy uh -oh. shit. I, lo I love that because when you when you think about Catwoman, she's not like although she is a villain, um, she's not as villainous as many of other Batman's like villains, like like the Penguin, right? Like this is one of her. I, I love that this shows that she's kind of she's really sympathetic, right? Well, she's she's always been a thief. She's not a murderer, right. you know. She's exactly. she's not someone just to kill every. She's not a brute. She doesn't kill. She's always been stealth. You know, she doesn't right. kill people to get what she wants. Um, and just just quickly while we're here, I, I was supposed to mention this in my opening thoughts but because they went fucking for ages already <laughs> um batman has the best rogues gallery of all time right like like he if you think about it like there is no other superhero that has this many good villains no hell no dude there's there's the only people i could even compare it to that i think even come closer like the x-men i love the x-men rogue gallery i think that's such a fucking cool magneto and mystique and shit like they have just as just as cool brotherhood of mutants as they do x-men but still not nearly as cool as batman not not even by a mile right um, right like, I love like you got you got joker you got bane you got fucking scarecrow like holy shit man you got even clayface <laughs> like i always oh, love the love idea clayface, of clayface dude. man yeah um, this scene between Catwoman and Penguin, I love this. You lousy mix! You lousy mix! You sent out all the signals, and I don't think I like you anymore! <laughs> I was like, holy yeah. shit! Um, this, is, this is fucking him not getting laid. <laughs> yeah, imagine him on Tinder getting shot down, and just like sh showing up to their houses with all these dudes and just murdering them because they shot him down. She yeah, said she didn't read, like ice fishing. I just read Penguin wants to fuck, but he gets pissed because she rejects him. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to see your weird penguin penguin pecker. Yeah. Um, he attaches it to the flying umbrella and she falls into the greenhouse and becomes poison ivy. <laughs> That'd be so fucking funny. Wow, that movie really took a turn. Yeah. Uh, I always thought, like when I was younger, I always thought that uh, Michelle Pfeiffer and Uma Thurman looked pretty pretty similar. Oh, what all white people look alike to you, huh? Yeah. No, just... Yeah. I mean, like they all resemble, they all, they all look, oh, y'all look alike. No, that's all right. Thanks, Slumdog Millionaire. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We, uh, 
But yeah, I love she gets dropped into that greenhouse and just screams and the whole thing shatters. I'm like, oh, totally. that's fucking cool, totally. dude. I love that. And I love the blonde hair coming out of the, the mask. Yeah, battle damage, dude. I, I just talked awesome. about that on like one of the last episodes. I love that look, that battle damage look. Um <laughs> But uh, but yeah, and then we see you know uh, Batman fleeing the scene, but his uh, Batmobile's been rigged, fucking flying through town, destroying cars and shit. Um, we've Welcome got, to the Oswald Cobblepot School of Driving. <laughs> we, yeah, we've got we've got Penguin and one of those like one of those, one of those like <laughs> one 20, of those mole fucking things. Yeah, yeah like a twenty five cent car ride outside of Walmart, <laughs> like one of those things you put on. Um, and I love uh, just I was like. Oh, I just, I just wrote that like he he destroys a police car and Batman puts in a CD. I guess he just wants to listen to some dope ass tunes. <laughs> yeah, right. He just puts it on. It's just but yeah. like, dude, come on. But I, I also wrote like that like they they spent some money flipping these cars. Like this is an expensive set piece. Hell yeah, dude! Like this movie, I think they made it for it was eighty million, which would be I think around like a hundred and forty today, which is still yeah, uh, still a lot. But I mean, like Martin Scorsese movie killed like the the Irishman was got De Niro and Pacino dude is pushing almost like two hundred million dollars right now. So like Fuck, these yeah, these dude these fucking numbers are just getting higher and higher and higher and it's crazy. Mm. Um but yeah I, I love you know as he's flying through the um you know flying through the streets and right before he hits that woman he finally regains control. I love that yellow lighting on her. That is so fucking Tim yes. Burton man that looks so good. That um, man punches his own monitor I'm like why? Oh dude uh, did you hear the way he sounds as he's screaming dude i'd have fucking yeah. just i'd have just bailed out of the car dude <laughs> i would have got the fuck out of there but i've been mean, like you're batman like why are you assaulting your own vehicle yeah right uh, and then like when he comes when he comes to the uh the alleyway and he can't he can't like uh he can't do anything and he transforms into that that reminded me of the bat pod like in, in the dark knight oh yeah totally totally makes sense um why don't uh, the cops trying to make their way through it? Like, dude, I get it. Like, so, like the first car doesn't have enough time to stop. Idiots. But like, maybe don't ride each other. Like, you see what you're going towards. Even if he makes it or doesn't make it, you still have to stop, and you you have yeah. to stop at some point. Holy shit, dude! This was the this was the era of like dumbass cops. Uh, what was this? Twenty eighteen? No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is my, this is the Rodney King time. Oh god, that's what, that's, that's what this is. Um, but yeah, we see uh, we see Cobblepot at uh, at an, at another rally for uh, for the mayor. Uh, this is great. I love this. You know him. Uh, there's so much bat stuff that's branded in this. The little CD player and shit. I'm like, dude, come. What are you selling these at like a Walgreens or something? Like, is that it's what you better you gotta... than a fucking bat credit card? I know, dude. Yeah. Oh my god. Don't get me fucking started. Um. But I uh, I love, dude, the look on Selena's face the whole time he's talking and she's in the very back like, oh, God, even when she's mad, she looks, I'm just like, God, you're fucking so beautiful. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, uh, it's just that, it's just the hair over the eyes, kind of crazy, like, I want to, I kind of, I, I might stab you, but I might, I might kiss you at the same time. I'm like, oh, God, that's fucking dangerous. Um, but, uh, but I love this as he's talking, you know, he's giving the speech and. We've got uh we've got you know Bruce talking to Alfred and uh and getting ready uh 
I love, you know, he's, he's talking about the, uh, he's talking about the Security. Batmobile. Yeah. And he's like, you know, we just can't take it to any Joe's body, any old Joe's body shop. Security? Who let Vicky Vale into the Batcave? I'm, I'm sitting <laughs> I there working. That. I turn around. There she is. Oh, hey, Vicky. Come on <laughs> I in. I love that. <laughs> and I, I love Batcave, uh, the Batcave door opening via the fish tank ornament. Um, I, I also really do love this Batcave, dude, in this one, in the 89 one. Uh, like in Bale's one, you see it more and more as the movies go. In Dark Knight Rises, it's awesome. Um, but I think I like this fantastical one a little more. A little more, like it's awesome. Yeah, it's it's um, it seems more it. Like I, I like the ones in the Nolan ones, but it's so techy. You know, this one has a lot yeah. of tech, but it's it's like they clash really well together. You know, all all of the cave kind of walls right. and all the tech. I love this, but. Um, we see, you know, Bruce interrupting on the thing, you know, uh, with stuff that he's pre-recorded of, uh, like you said, when he put that, you know, that dope ass mixtape of Batman stuff in the car ride. <laughs> he he's been recording him, you know, the whole time, and um, you know, I played this city like a heart from hell, <laughs> heart from hell. <laughs> he like uh, spins it. You should have seen my eyes roll to the back of my eyes when he when he spun that compact disc like a fucking record, like. <laughs> What, something just popped into my mind. What if he put uh, the CD on and right, right when, right when Penguin goes to talk, it's just like, uh huh, that's my shit. Oh, the gods. <laughs> He's like, I didn't say that. This shit is bananas. B a n a n a s. <laughs> and then just Bruce Wayne, like, so <laughs> tell me what you want, what you really, really want. <laughs> oh God. But uh, but yeah, you know. I played this stinking city like a heart from hell, you know, uh, all, all these terrible things that, um, you know, that, that he's been saying about, about Gotham. Right. And of course they all just turn on him. Uh, right. revealed, revealed to be a villain. And this is, this for me is kind of like, I know you have to do this as a superhero film, but this is for me where the movie kind of like takes a bit of a downhill dive. Uh, I love the idea of like Cobblepot, um, you know, misleading the city and like making the city kind of turn against Batman. I love that idea, dude. Like I love, I, I love that kind of like I'm in plain sight and uh, I've been I've been playing you guys. I've been playing you guys. Been trying to trying to get you guys to eat out of my hand and like be sympathetic to me so I can achieve my own ends. And like it, it's it's this it's that stuff that I really really love. Um, like the the subtlety of it and this is kind of where it kind of starts taking a nosedive for me. See, I I I just think it could have been done better in a scene where, you know, if he would rec- if he'd actually had. I don't know. Say Batman shows up, they have a fight, and you know Penguin ends up divulging some information, or he grabs someone as like a human shield, and people publicly see him do something, and it's like, dude, like fuck you, like there's there's something, you know. Say he grabs the mayor's baby, and you know takes it as like a human shield, or like tries to you know tries to you know use it as some kind of leverage. Like I would have rather have seen that than you know DJ Batman, you know behind the booth, like fucking you know <laughs> <laughs> throwing this random like. Uh, throwing this random track out but I do love Danny DeVito actually refused a stunt double for when they start pegging him with the shit they were they were like hey oh. we, we, we want you to do use a stunt double because I and I assume so because you know there's like a lot of prosthetics and stuff there's risk that all that shit could come flying off he's getting popped in the face and uh, he just outright refused it and I was like that's fucking cool man and it looks great the shot of him backing up the steps and you can see how wet his face is with all of this shit and I love why is there can always we... someone who brings eggs and tomatoes to a speech <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's fucking great can, dude 
Can we acknowledge that fucking uh, penguin opens fire for a very long time and hits nobody? Yeah, right. I I, I just assumed it's because he's up so high. Like, he's up on those stairs and he's just... Like, if he wanted to kill somebody, he probably could. But yeah, at the same time, I, I wonder, like, how... How is he know, pulling? Dad. How is he pulling the trigger with the flipper? Like, how the fuck does that work, dude? Like, <laughs> he's got like, his own custom flipper trigger. Yeah, he's got like custom hair triggers on it or something. Like um, he went, he went, he went to like a gun store and customized his weapon, and like it was like, and now you can add the specialty fucking flipper trigger. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, after that he runs. I love the way he just runs into the crowd and fucking power bombs that dude oh, and just yeah. slams right into him. Uh, runs off, jumps off the bridge jumps into the river i would have loved to seen you know because he jumps in the river and he kind of disappears if they looked up and downstream a little bit he was just kind of like ah! <laughs> like like fucking <laughs> like like diving up out of the water and back in or something <sighs> like if we had like a little free willy scene with like a kid and he dives over a kid or something it's just it's just fucking danny devito with his prosthetics diving like jumping over him <laughs> just naked like ah, um, <laughs> ah. Uh, i love uh <laughs> crack the ac <laughs> Oh yeah, the best part. Great, great speech, Oswald. That he just fucking decks that guy with the umbrella. He's like, totally. uh, "My name is not Oswald. It's Penguin. I am an animal, totally. cold blooded, cranky, icy." I'm like, "Oh, that's so fucking good." Um, so this is where he kind of like reveals his plan. He's like, he's got the list of all the firstborn sons of Gotham, which obviously changes later. And uh, he wants to kidnap them, carry them into the sewer, and kill them. <laughs> and I love the big yeah. guy. He's like, "It's a bit much." And Penguin just fucking blows them away hey yeah isn't that a bit isn't that a little bang no it's a lot i was like oh that's <laughs> fucking good um but uh but yeah and this <clears throat> sorry this whole uh this whole scene with you know afterwards basically this is the you know this is the plan they're gonna go and take the firstborn children um you know of of, of all the i guess kind of like gotham's like uh one percent if you want to say um and we get the the scene between bruce and Alfred in the Batcave, <laughs> and he's uh, he's like tonight is that lonesome party host uh, hosted uh, hosted by Mister Shrek. Should we respond in the you know, positively? No, and he's like yeah, he's like yeah, absolutely. Rips it up. He's like well, Selena Kyle might be there. And the way Alfred looks at him, he's like you motherfucker, <laughs> dude. <coughs> yeah, I love I love when uh, I love when Alfred's able to get these like cheeky digs in like it, like that that also carries over into um into Michael Caine's version as well. It's a very Alfred thing. Like you know, although he's a butler, he's very cheeky as well. He's got these kind of moments. Yeah, right. I I, I like that. The the few moments he gets the <clears throat> the few moments they give him the dialogue is done really well. I, I right. like that. Um, and then we get the 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 amazing fancy black tie event with Super Freak in the background. Yeah, right. Exactly. <clears throat> dude, no, I, all these people, dude, I, just like, what are you all wearing? Like, what are you supposed to be? Like, nobody just has like a domino mask on or or something simple. One guy has like the like the leaning tower of Pisa on his head, like or, or, or the leaning tower of Pisa, whatever you want to call it. Like, like, what the fuck? Like other people have like dude, <laughs> other people. This have is like, like some eyes wide shut sex orgy shit right here. Right. Yeah. Some person has like a menorah on their head as they're going by. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? He's um, Jewish as shit. Leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, everyone's out here celebrating Christmas, and I'm trying to get through Hanukkah. <laughs> um, I, I love the scene between um, between uh, Bruce and Selena. This is great, especially just great the way it's it's, yeah. it's lit from the bottom. 
It's very yeah. like bottom bottom heavy with light. It's got these great shadows. They're the only people there without masks. <laughs> did you get that? Did you get it? Yeah, uh, yeah, did yeah. you get it? Did you get it? Um but uh but yeah, <clears throat> she says I had to go home and feed my cat. Sorry, I had to run out. Blah blah blah. Um, you know, this oh, is by the way, <laughs> Selena is totally my girl. She's like she wants to bang on a big comfy California king. Yeah, I was like, Holy shit. Oh, like Jesus Christ. <laughs> talk about the direct approach. Um, she uh, she pulls out a her hoe gun. Like, <laughs> Sorry, I was just not expecting that hoe gun. <laughs> it's my hoe gun, not to be confused with my pimp gun. This is my prostitute gun. Um, <laughs> she says she 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 tells uh, she tells Bruce she wants to, she's here to kill Max. And I, I just wrote, man, this entire sequence is awesome. Like both of their performances here are fantastic. This is like this might be the standout sequence for me in the movie. Um, Dude, yeah, it's it's great, especially the way that Bruce looks at the gun the way it's so close like so right. close to us it's like and he just fucking he's like he starts flopping like a fish out of water he's like All right, dude, put that fucking gun down dude like holy right. shit and I love, I love, you know, she's, she doesn't know who she is anymore. And like, they, they kiss under the mistletoe and that's, that's how they find out who, who they are. Like, it's, it's fantastic, dude. Like the, it's a, it's a, like, this is an amazing script moment. I love it. Yeah. I love it. He straight asked her, who the hell do you think you are? I'm like, oh, that's right. awesome, dude. I love that. Um, a and, kiss under the mistletoe. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. And they don't like, they don't start throwing punches. I love that. I love her reaction. Does this mean we have to start fighting? Right. Uh, yeah. Dude, that's, that's, uh, that's so fucking good because and the way he wipes the tear away the you know, she's crying you know and they just embrace it's like there's nothing else to, there's a yes in all other instances you would probably start fighting this person if you were in costume it's also one of the only people that can relate to what you're doing anymore like it's one of the few people who can understand that like a personal tragedy has befallen you you want to be proactive you want to make things right like I think anybody can understand that but you can't really empathize with it until you're the one going out in black leather getting your ass kicked every night like i fucking right. love that like they can't right. be together but they but they want to be together so they bad. understand each other right exactly the, yeah exactly and he even says that later on he says, selena we're the same split down the middle like that's actually one of my favorite scenes and we'll fucking get to it but um i uh i love you know uh, penguin shows up blast that hole through the floor fucking dude that explosion is fucking awesome dude the way yeah, it sends everybody totally. flying i was like holy shit man like that dude hits the tree and goes flying off of it. It's like this is awesome, um, but uh, especially just the way that they do the shot. It's so far back, and, all, and like people are flying up onto the second story of this building. I was like, holy shit! Like um, you just see some dude go flying out into space. Um, <laughs> He that just keeps ba, going. Yeah, that ba, ba, da, ba, da, da, just, just keeps going. Um, and yeah, this is where he starts. Uh, you know, uh, I, I I love I love the shit with um, with Chip. You know, Max's son. Um, you know, and he's he's saying, you know, I've come for all your firstborn sons. You know, I've come for Chip. Uh, you know, and he You're just coming get, with me, you great white dope. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was looking for, dude. That's so fucking funny. Uh, to die way down in the sewer. Yeah, I was like, holy shit, that's fucking dark, man. Like, that's some, I just, I'd love to see, like, Penguin running around and be like, Mah, ha, ha, and he just turns a corner and there's Pennywise, and he's like, oh, God. <laughs> just like something horrible down there. Um, Hi, Oswald. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. You, you want a balloon? Um, 
Um, but uh, who do you want to really, really want to see immersed in his eyeballs up to raw sewage? Huh? Huh? <laughs> yeah, okay, you got a point. <laughs> I'll let the little prince live for now. Fucking pops him in the gut. In the duck. <laughs> in the duck. That's such... in the duck. I fucking love that. That sounds like something else, you know. <laughs> I love. I love the in the duck. <laughs> I love the two. I love the two penguins just in the back seat. <laughs> yeah, they're like he tries to pet one. They peck at him. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, they slowly descend down to uh, down to uh, the the, the pity wise place. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I just can't help it. Any anytime I see stewards now, it's just automatically penny wise. Oh yeah, um, the sunken place. Right. Uh, but yeah, uh, this is where you know we kind of get. Uh, I mean, this is this is where it's a lot like. A lot of the tropey comic book kind of stuff, him unfolding his master plan, you know, uh, to Shrek and telling him all about it. Um, you know, talking about I, what is it, basically he's got to take all the kids and dunk them in this in this water, which has been polluted with some of the shit from from uh, from Shrek, um, which is basically going to he's going to drown all these kids, you know, in like a watery grave. And this this train rolling through town, like I understand a lot of like the first class people are at this big party, but like, where are the fucking cops? Like this thing is twice the size of the Batmobile. Like, what the fuck? You, you don't notice this like creepy Nightmare Rob Zombie train rolling down the road, snatching up kids in the middle of the night. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, Come on, Colin. It's Gotham. Dude, I was just, I would have loved to have seen at least one scene where they try to run out of the police precinct and there's somebody there and they find some way of stopping them. Like, dude, come on. Like, there's not uh, one fucking cop it's, it's anywhere. Yeah. Batman will get him. That's Com- right. Commissioner Gordon's at the party, like, storing a line of coke and he's like, oh, I can't go out there now. I'm fucked up. Uh, he's like, he's like, he's like, it's Christmas. Fucking leave it to Batman. We're on holiday. Yeah, right. Exactly. He's like in the bathroom, just having some cheat, some chick eat out his ass. And he's like, oh, I can't deal with this right now. <laughs> I'm being rimmed out. Come on. <laughs> oh, fucking just everybody leave Commissioner Gordon alone. He's trying to get a little rimming. Um, but Bat- Batman shows up and breaks up the baby train. Um, and uh, the children regret they're able. They're unable to attend Batman. And you know the monkey hands penguin the note. Um, that little monkey was well, apparently. Got... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was gonna say I've got a. <laughs> like, when did he print these things? Like, it's got the Batman logo on it. Like, how many how many copies of it do you have? Did you go down to the print store and like print these fucking little letters and and <laughs> with your Batman insignia and be like, hey, this is what I'm gonna send to actual villains and you know just a little word of warning. Like, it'd be, it'd be so funny if I, he's like hand drawing it in the car and there's a woman outside. <laughs> Like these two guys are trying to kill me. He's like, yeah, hold on, hold on just a second. Like, hold, don't hold the fuck on. I'm trying to print my death note. Right. She scares him and he fucks it up. He's like, God damn it! And he just drives off and parks somewhere else and starts a new one. <laughs> um. But yeah, this is uh, where Oswald's plan changes again. Um, this is this is kind of where I can see where people start having a problem with this because now we've gone from I want to find out who my parents are to I want to kill all the firstborn sons in Gotham to I want to blow up the whole city now. And, and so, talking to a stand full of penguins. Right, yeah. Strapped rockets. Here's my thing. I don't mind you talking to the penguins. 
but you have to talk penguin to the penguins. Like if he just went out there and was like, (laughs) 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 just something like that. What cracks me up is as you know, he gives the big speech and they all take off and he runs back to his chair and he clicks his heels. I was like, wow, I'm really surprised (laughs) Danny DeVito of all people could do that in that suit. I was like, holy shit, dude, that must've been kind of fucking hard. Like I would have eaten shit doing that. I'm fucking six, four and not in that suit right now, dude. (laughs) That would have been tricky for me to do, but I'm also kind of fat. Um, but, um, but yeah, this is, uh, this is where, you know, where we get the, uh, the bat boat, if you want to call it that. Uh, I think Skid. I, some shit. something like that. I did have this toy. This thing was oh, fucking yeah. cool, That's dude. Cool. I loved, I loved, loved, loved playing with this thing. Um, it was so fucking cool. And I, I do, <clears throat> I do. I love these penguins, man. Cause like, it's a mix. It's a mix of animatronics. It's a mix of, uh, actors in suits. There's also real life penguins. Stan Winston actually said that they found a, a real life penguin one day. You know, they were trying to round them all up and these birds, oh, were, wow. these birds were treated really 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 well <clears throat> um they had to be flown in from i or i, th- I think because <sighs> the uk you know, I yeah think. yeah yeah they had to they had to fly him in the whole it was 100 degrees they had to keep the set down to 35 um yeah so not only did they have all this going on but these these birds were just extremely well you know taken care of but then Stan Winston said he found a small one one day, one of the <clears throat> one of the baby ones, cuddled up to a fake like like larger penguin, like basically had cuddled up to it, thinking it was like a parent or something like that, and had like grouped with it. I was like, oh, that's kind of cute. I wouldn't mind coming up on that one day. Like after looking at Danny DeVito all day, just be like, oh, here's this cute little penguin. <laughs> like, oh, that's what these things are supposed to look like. That's cute. Um, so uh, just a quick thing. So this I've heard three different podcasts cover this movie lsg hey do you remember and also kevin smith covered it back when they were called uh fat man on batman they did a commentary um dude i can't can't remember which one it was i think it might have been kevin smith and sorry to chris and dean and matt if you guys talked about this but the the skiff the skiff going through and like he does this spin like over the, the the penguins and then he does that little look back where it's like holy fuck what did i get myself into penguins strapped with fucking rockets Right, yeah. Well, I love, I, like, I almost took that, like, as he's, as he's flying, he looks back, like, huh, I can't believe I just did that. Like, he's like, I told, I've never done that before. I thought I was going to fucking die. Um, it reminded me, happened. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of Arkham Knight because there's a lot of those where you have to, you know, hit the boost and ride along the ceiling of things. That's true. That was always, this shit was always so fucking tricky. Um, but uh, by the way, this 125 penguins you got, not going to blow up the whole city. Not with these bottle rockets strapped to their backs. Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand what yeah. you're aiming for. Cause like, and they're all in front of Shrek's. She already blew it up. Why are they all in front of Shrek's? I don't understand this. Like, what are they going to aim at? Like, just random shit around the town? Like, maybe you should go for City Hall, the police department, like, Hall yeah, of Records. Or, or the fucking government. Right, yeah. And, and instead, he's just going on a rampage around town. I'm like, dude, for one thing, if I pop out my front door with a World War II Thompson and just start lighting these penguins up, like, it's not going to take me long to kill these things. Like, A, they don't fly. Like, like B, they right. have red and 
seven white targets all over their back. Like, <laughs> like it cracks me up. This right. plan is just so dubious, dude. I'm like, oh my it's, god. It, that, that's what I'm saying. And that's that's why it takes a fucking downhill turn for me. Like, I know you have to have a penguin-related plan because it's a penguin, but it's still a bit bullshit. But you know what I love, dude? I love this announcer lady who's so uninterested. <laughs> right, yeah. This shit is so directly affecting her, and she's just like, they've turned around. You know who this is? Natalie Something's Portman. wrong. This is Natalie Portman as Amadala in, like, oh, dead, dude. dude. Oh, my God. Totally. The <sighs> peace treaty is not gonna... <sighs> Dude, dude, and then you watch something like Leon the Professional, or you watch like her in Heat, or Black Swan. Black Swan, and then you see something like Phantom Menace. I'm like, oh my god! Like, is that the direction Lucas gave you to play that character? Like, what the fuck? That is sad. Someone passed me the Xanax. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, that's so fucking funny. She's like, someone give me more horse tranquilizer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's it's like those anti anti-drug ads and they're in the late 90s where it's like the girl melting into the couch and she's just like oh yeah i'm not any fun anymore now i do now i do ketamine and horse tranquilizers she's um, like i just fucking went to sleep now i have to be wake up for this bullshit <laughs> um but uh it's so sad sorry seeing natalie portman do that and the phantom menace i'm like she has a law degree <laughs> And she's up there doing this. Like, she, she's one of the smartest actresses out there right now. And she's just like, I am so dead faced. My Botox injection went horribly wrong. Dude, <laughs> like, you have no shit. idea how much that cuts me deep. Oh, dude. Like, yeah, that like, fucking cuts me. I'm, lo- I'm looking at my degree right now and I'm like, why am I sitting here recording a fucking podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking good. Um,. But yeah, basically, Batman reroutes the penguins. All the penguins uh, wind up coming back to the. Uh, I'm just gonna call it the Iceberg Lounge. It's not really yes. that. It's. I mean, it's it's basically Iceberg just call Lounge. It that. Yeah, it might yeah. as well be. I think it's like Arctic World or something. It's like, dude, it's Iceberg Lounge. Um, it's Iceberg Lounge. Right. Um, and uh, and uh, you know, this is where everybody kind of starts abandoning ship on Penguin. You know, that woman. I love the announcer woman. She just takes like two steps back, and it just goes black on her. I'm like, oh, yes. that's fucking cool, dude. I love that shit. Um, but uh, this is right. Uh, what? Basically, the penguin kind of uh, his penguin boat turns into like a Land Rover the for some boat, reason. Yeah. yeah. And it's full. It sounds like it's got a V12 engine. Yeah, right. I love that shit, man. That's so fucking funny. Um one thing I was going to say, I, I'm, I don't know if I ever got to say this, and stop me if I did. Did I tell you, this monkey was absolutely terrified of Danny DeVito in the makeup, and it bit him once or twice? Oh, it bit him? <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Dude, and they said it just wouldn't come anywhere near him, just, just fucking hated the way that he looked. Um, but yeah, this is where Batman, you know, he fucking winds up cutting it up and uh, and cuts off uh, cuts off DeVito in his little uh, his little duck cycle <laughs> and uh, and totally, you know, fucking decapitates <laughs> the thing. I love that. Um, duck cycle? The, du- the duck cycle. <laughs> quack to the duck mobile. Quack, quack. Uh. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, 
but yeah, they they kind of have this <clears throat> they kind of have this brawl out. Um, I think is this the is this I think this is where Devito's like you know you're just you're just you're just jealous because I'm a natural freak and you have to put on a mask. I'm like oh that's fucking cool man. That, that is, is such cool a line, fucking yeah. good line. Um, and it's great because dude, I mean Shrek even says the line earlier and it's true. He's like dude, if 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 his parents had an eighty six him, you would have been bunk you would have been you know uh, you'd have been boarding buddies together at prep school. I was like yeah dude. These guys are like, it's it's not they're, it's they're like one degree apart. Yeah, right. It's totally not. Uh, it's totally not nature. It's nurture. It's just how these guys like. And you know that could be argued. You could be argued that you know in the earlier scene when we see him and he eats that fucking cat, his parents have good reason to fucking dump him. Man, they really do. I hate to say that. It's not something I would advocate. Maybe take him to a child psychologist first or figure something out. But I think that you kind of Lindsay be very careful with Colin. No, 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 no. I got snipped a long time ago. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you could tell that something is wrong with him right off the bat. So, like, I don't think it mattered if his parents got rid of him. Like, he would have been just a fucking monster, like, regardless, for whatever reason. Um, so I love this system. See, like, the duality in both of them. You know, he says later on to <clears throat> Selena, he's like, you know, we're the same split down the middle. It's like, I kind of feel like that line ap- applies more to Cobblepot. Like, like <clears throat> you've got these two people, you know, the, the relationship with their parents, you know, it winds up directly affecting them, and they become, they develop these alter egos of animals uh, and they both wear masks, you know, some physically and, you know, some metaphorically, but they're both wearing these masks for their public persona. And whereas he's Penguin and he's trying to be Oswald, we have Bruce Wayne who's trying to be Batman. You know, I love that whole duality. It's fucking great when you really step back and kind of think about it. You're like, wow, there's so many layers to this this, this beautiful onion. (laughs) And it only smells better as I go farther into it. I think it's fucking so cool um and i wish they i just wish they touched on that a little bit more you know it's kind of lacking a little bit this is really one of the only scenes where we see that of of of, of them talking about how similar they are you know like there's not a whole lot of there's not a whole lot of time given to that but i don't blame them it's a two-hour long movie you know um right batman's got the trigger you know they kind of tussle for a little while uh the shot of his eyes looking over to it so good dude those beautiful blue peepers that fucking keaton's got with all that black shit around him, it stands out so well. Um, well, black shit in this scene. We'll get to the scene where there's oh, no black God. shit. Yeah, that's fucking. Ugh, that's glaring. Um, Actually, we're we're kind of already there. Uh, this is this is again one of my favorite moments with these three. Uh, well, with Shrek well, and and I was going to say I was going to say first. You know, he they they wrestle. He gets the trigger away from Batman, fires oh, it, yeah. and doesn't realize that all the penguins are armed straight up onto Arctic World and just fucking blows his ass to Kingdom Come. <laughs> That's pretty oh, much yeah. the end of Penguin, you know. He's fucking, for the most part, dead he, after that. Yeah, he has a he has a moment where he comes like staggering out and he grabs the wrong the wrong umbrella. But yeah, he's pretty much gone. Yeah, but like you said, yeah this this whole scene between them is such a strong way to end this. I I love it. Uh, Christopher Walken gets the <clears throat> gets the key away from the monkey. Selena, you know, wraps him up around the ankle and dra- drags him in. But dude, how battle damaged she looks is fucking awesome. And we can't go past right. walking walking finding the gun. You know, next to the dead, the dead fat clown, and the and <laughs> the in the bottom of this uh, in the bottom of this penguin pool thing. But um, 
But God, dude, she looks so fucking awesome. I I love this. Uh, she it, does because you know that's that you know Batman, like you said, you know, there's so many different suits. You can just go, oh, this is uh, what is this Tuesday? Okay, I gotta get this one. You know, she's got this one thing that's just falling apart. Very symbolic of like what's going on. Like Batman has this together. This is what he does every day. He's conditioned to do this. You know, he's he's used to this. You know, where she's just got this one suit, and I think the suit is also kind of. It's kind of symbolic of her, like what's going on. Like this thing is falling apart. Like as she falls apart, this is not something that she she couldn't just keep going out every single night and being Catwoman. Not in this movie. This is not the Catwoman who goes out to fight crime with Bruce later on, and they they run off together and get married. And I love it. I love that. That's not the way that this story goes. Like I don't love Anne Hathaway in The Dark Knight Rises. I, I'm not a huge fan of how that movie ends and their whole thing. But this 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 is just great. It's just literally like symbolic of her just I mean falling apart at the seam she she can't hold it together anymore it's so fucking good um but um but yeah he can uh you know you know he can uh walk in and and Batman and Catwoman they all kind of like confront each other um and uh and I you know I I love this he just he just asked you know why why are you doing this he's like you know come come you know just let's just take him to the police and we can go home just come home with me you know and it's it's so great man whenever when do you see Batman like begging like when do you see Batman doing that like just please like please come home with me like blah 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 like that's that's so that's so fucking great uh you know just no, it's out- fan- it's fantastic man like and this is again speaking to the what I was talking about earlier like the dynamic between Catwoman and, and, and Batman, like this this uh, need for Batman to try and get Catwoman onto the right path. I love that shit. Right, yeah, exactly. It's 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 a very like mentor kind of thing in a way, and I, and I think it's so fucking cool. Um, God, the but Jesus Christ, it's so. It, it would have been so fucking cool to see Michael Keaton rip the mask off, and the black shit is still on his eyes, or even uh. smeared. Like I said, battle damage, like it's starting to come off, or it's smeared, or you know, like something going on. But dude, it's so glaring when you cut it's back. It's so like, lazy. It's so lazy, dude. Like, like it's like you don't need that shot of him like you don't need that shot that that like three seconds of him like looking down and then ripping it off you don't need that right. you can shoot it from the back right 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 or you could have showed him just like you know he he goes to get a hand grip already and, on right 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 or he just kneels down to where we don't see his eyes I was like god damn dude like it's just so it's just so jarring man but it's so when do you ever see when have you ever seen Batman do this in another movie where he just takes the mask off in front of someone and just just shatters that whole personality, that whole persona that he's developed, like in front of in front of someone who doesn't know that he's Batman and just takes it off and shows him. I was like, dude, like it kind of got me like it reminds me of Spider-Man 2, where at the end, Mary Jane finally figures out that, that, that you know, that Peter is Spider-Man. I was like, oh, that's fucking awesome, dude. Or. Or when they uh, when uh, James Franco pulls his mask off in the study, I was just like, oh, shit, dude. Like because you the, we're so conditioned to right before the mask gets pulled off, something happens. We actually see this in the first Batman movie when they have him on the ground, like it's some kind of body armor and they fucking go to pull his mask off and Vicky Vell starts taking pictures and it distracts all of them. I was totally expecting something like that in this scene, but it was like, no, nothing stopped me. Just ripped right off. I fucking love it, man. Um and because um, it's like it's like the ultimate sacrifice of just like my identity of everything. This is who I am. I'm not Batman. I'm not Batman asking you to come home. I want you to come home. Um, Selena, you know, please let's just go home. 
Um, and I, I love this, Bruce. You know, I would I would love to live with you in your castle in your little fairy tale world uh, forever. But I just don't think I could live with myself. I'm like, oh, that's fucking awesome, dude. Like awesome, dude. She's too far gone. She just can't, man. She just like I just don't think she can move past that. Like. Could you imagine like what their relationship would be like and the kids that they would have and shit like, holy fuck, man, like this would never work. I just never would as as perfect as they are. The reason why they are so perfect is what is what pushes them apart. It's like, dude, I have these problems like these things that we find relatable are also self-destructive. And there's going to be nights where, you know, I, I have to go out and I have to do this. You know, it's it's fucking great. I just think that's that's what brings them together is what pushes them apart at the same time and I, I never really realized that until a couple of viewings um, like as an adult I was like wow that's so fucking cool you you would think the stuff that brings you together would bring you know it's not like oh hey you like this band or oh hey you like this movie it's like no I'm a self-destructive person who has crippling personal issues and <laughs> I cope with those by dressing up as an animal and fighting crime and, and causing chaos and stuff and it's like oh well no nah, okay like <laughs> that that's not something you can get over over together if you're both doing it, you know? Um, but um, I love Bruce Wayne. Why are you dressed like Batman? <laughs> love that. I love that. He's not... Because he's, he is Batman. <laughs> oh, dude. Um, Walking to, you know, was and fucking pops the shot at him. Starts unloading into Seven Selena. Lives. Right. Yeah. Um, and basically, Selena gives him the old French tickler electric kiss. And... Oh, uh, dude. <laughs> Brutal man, brutal. I love, I love when like Batman's like digging him out, <laughs> and you get that shot of Max, all <laughs> fucking bent to Chris. Oh yeah, he looks like the Crypt Creeper. You're like, what the fuck? Like <laughs> he's so terrifying looking. Um, Penguin also kind of reemerges, you know, just kind of for a final encore, which is great. I did, I did like this because you could just drop him in the water and say that he's dead, but you, you got to see a body. You know, you got to see, you got to have some kind right. of closure with him. Um, yeah, and, and DeVito's performance here is fantastic as well. Right. Um, God, yeah, Shrek is fucking terrifying. I just saw that. The scene popped up, yeah. and I was kind of like, eh. <laughs> um, yeah. I just need a cold glass of water. I'm like, oh, dude. And like, the way he's bleeding, if you, if you notice, when he falls... He doesn't fall like like that that kind of fall. I'm not saying it's necessarily going to kill you like that, but he falls so close to the cement. He must have just smashed into that cement on the way down. I'm like, oh, yeah. dude, that's got to fucking hurt, man. Um, reaches for one last umbrella. And uh, I love the shot of Keaton turning around as he draws it. And he's just got that quick and the camera pulls in on him. He's like, oh, shit, I picked a cute one. <laughs> totally. totally. Uh, the heat's getting to me. <laughs> I'll murder you momentarily. <laughs> I love that line. I'll murder you momentarily. <laughs> um, but, uh, and dude, the way he eats shit and just falls right into that concrete, like, holy fuck. Um, <coughs> we get the, uh, we get the cutest little Paul bears I've ever seen in my life. Um, these have got, these have got to be like little people in suits, right? There's no fucking way. These are like animatronic and shit. Yeah. It's good. Um, but again, Stan Winston. Yeah. Fucking Stan Winston. God legend. Um, I, you know, it, I almost feel bad for Penguin at this point. You know, it's like, dude, I understand he's a monster and he's murdered people and stuff, but there's something just, 
there's something so sad about him at the same time, dude. It really is. I don't know what it is. And like, and you you would think I would have that kind of sympathy for Catwoman and be drawn way more towards that. But there's something about Penguin, like, dude, I like part of me does think, yeah, he would have grown up and he would have been a monster and a piece of shit and probably murdered people anyways. But like, he never even had a chance, like not right. one fucking chance, dude. Like never from the get go, he was fucked. And that's just born, born to be a villain, dude. Right. Yeah. And like your heart breaks for those people man it's like how can i blame you i can't even hold that against you you're just born this way like god that fucking sucks um but um but yeah you know we kind of get this little uh gets this little epilogue with bruce driving around and um and you're sorry alfred driving bruce around because you know yeah sure alfred's an 80 year old man maybe he could take a fucking day off you, you yeah fuck. <laughs> yeah you trust he tries to leave in fucking Dark Knight Rises, and I'm like, good, good for you, Alfred. You need a vac- vacation, dude. Right. Hell yeah, dude. Um, Bruce picks up the cat. He thinks he sees the uh, thinks he sees the shadow of Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, I love this. Just the snow pouring down on him. You know, they get they get into the car. I love that car, by the way. Holy shit. That is Badass, so fucking right? cool looking. Yeah. Um, but um, <clears throat> I I heard um I heard that uh, this scene was was added way 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 later on um hmm. like less than a month before the film dropped they they filmed this scene of her like looking up, you know, towards the sky, giving some kind of indication that she may still be alive just because they I, I think with test audiences, it just didn't go over very well because, A, you know, it's left uh, kind of directly, amb- uh, you know, ambiguous. We don't really know if she's alive. We don't really know if she's dead. All we see are, you know, Penguin and Shrek. And those are the only bodies that we find. Um, but, you know, I, I don't mind it. I, I actually think it's kind of cool. It's it's just like a good it. it's just a good shot, you know, of, of the of the bat symbol coming on totally. kind of rising up because that's not Michelle Pfeiffer that's that's totally somebody else oh. um, but uh but yeah that's fucking Batman Returns dude fucking Batman Returns man that's it Jesus yeah it fucking... took us eight hours yeah <laughs> I'd about to say fucking <laughs> five hours later uh no but man this this was a this was a fun fucking episode thanks so much for choosing this and look you are right man because Batman the Batman 89 and the Dark Knight is way too daunting to to do right now um and look it's Christmas right now so honestly this is not a conventional Christmas film like it's very rare that you know I'm actually surprised when you said this like you're like Batman Returns and I'm like holy shit that is a Christmas film like I had to think back and remember holy shit this was set at Christmas time right yeah it's I mean because it's um um it's it's so it's it just matches up so well the gothicness of it the snow the only thing that would have made this movie better is if maybe we even took Shrek out and we added Mr. Freeze I'm like dude Mr. Freeze and a penguin right. combo is like a match made in heaven like that that, that right. would be perfect for both of them maybe maybe on the surface like maybe not character wise once you got into it um but uh, but yeah, I fucking I I I I'm just gonna give my closing thoughts. I love this yeah, movie. Yeah. I've talked about this thing for way too long. Uh, no, I had <laughs> I, I had a blast. I'm I'm very nostalgic for this movie. Um, this is personally my favorite Batman movie. Um, I I still think The Dark Knight is you know probably the best one that we've that will that that we've gotten so far that we may ever fucking get. Um, 
But I'm I'm hopeful to see if anything will ever top that. I really doubt it, though. Um, but just the cat, you know, DeVito, Pfeiffer, Keaton, Walken, like, dude, it's so hard to top that that you've got Tim Burton behind the camera and Stan Winston doing the special effects. Um, and also, you've got a screenwriter for the film, Heathers, with Winona Ryder and Christian Slater. Um, oh, awesome. Right. So you've got a lot of shit behind this. And I, I can see why people don't like this movie, but... <laughs> You just you got to give it a chance, and it's Batman, and it's crazy, and there's a you know there it, it, it's it it steers very hard left away from what a lot of people's preconceived notions of Batman were at the time. You know the comic book and the Adam West TV show, so I can see why people didn't really love it. Um, but I I honestly I just I, it's personally my favorite for nostalgia reasons, and um, and I'm glad that we covered it, and uh, and you know I I someday we'll get to the other ones, but this is a good start. Starting point. This this is a this is definitely a good starting point for this. What are you? What are your final thoughts? I think you totally hit the nail on the head, man. Like this is this is a, this is a great. It's fun. It's a fun fucking film, man. Like this is a great Tim Burton film, and it's it's so Tim Burton. Like this is such a Tim Burton film. Like Michael Keaton is awesome. Michelle Pfeiffer is fantastic. Um, Danny DeVito might be the standout for me. I like. I know you like uh, Marsh- Michelle Pfeiffer a little bit better, um, but honestly, for me, it's like a little bit like it's like hair under um, Danny DeVito. I think Danny DeVito is just having so much fun with this role, and he like you can you can tell when an actor's having so fucking so much fun with a role, and it just shines through. Um, but uh, this. This is this is definitely a great a great Batman film. It's just I think it's overshadowed a bit too much by its villains a little. Um, you know, a little more Batman would have been great. But uh, like I said, man, I don't, I'm not I'm not above a a movie a superhero movie that's that's based solely on vil- villains. I love that shit. Um, in terms of in terms of ranking, and you can do this as well. Um, I think The Dark Knight's obviously my favorite movie. Uh, my favorite one. It actually is. Cl- close to my favorite movie of all time. Uh, it was very, for a very long time, my favorite movie uh, of all time. Um, but I, I think that's number one. Number two has to be Batman 89. Uh, number three, The Dark Knight. Oh, sorry, Batman Begins. Number four, uh, Dark Knight Rises. Number five is probably this. Number six is Batman Forever. Number seven is Batman and Robin. Um, and I'm not counting Justice League or Dawn of Justice because they're not Batman films. Um but yeah, I mean, like, look, when I say number five, like, that makes it sound terrible, but it's it's not. It really isn't, because, like, there is a massive gap between this and Batman Forever. Like, right, right. There's, there is a massive gap. Like, those two movies, Joel Schumacher, uh, he apologized for, I think it was Batman and Robin. And when a director apologizes, like, that's fucking next level. Um but yeah, man, I, I I do I do love this movie. I'll, I'll definitely check it again out. I'll check it check it out again soon. Uh, really glad to have covered this. This was a blast to cover, dude, for sure. Right? Yeah. I um. I mean, if I had to rank them, <clears throat> I'm gonna say this. Um, then probably followed by the Dark Knight. Um, I have a sweet spot for the Dark Knight Rises. Honestly, I like it. It's not better than Batman Begins, but I like it more than Batman Begins. Um. So I'm going to say like Batman Returns, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, probably then Batman Begins, then, you know, um, well, no, because I mean, eight, Batman 89 is going to go in there before Batman Begins or Dark Knight Rises. And then after that, you know, we've got Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Um, but also, I don't want to discount any of the animated stuff. <clears throat> um right. 
you know, Batman under the red hood, Batman, you know, bad blood, Robin versus Batman, son of Batman. Phantasm. Um, Right, yeah, Mask of Phantasm. Uh, really, The Dark Knight Returns, though, the animated one. They got fucking Robocop to be Bruce Wayne. They got the vo- <clears throat> They got Peter Pale Weller. Dude, yeah. and it's fucking great. It's so well done. Um, the, the <clears throat> that's personally another one of my favorites, but as far as, like, live action goes, yeah, I'm going to say it's probably, like, Batman Returns, mm, Dark Knight, then Batman 89, then we're going to go Dark Knight Rises, Batman Begins, then Forever, and Batman and Robin. Um, yes. Yeah, Batman and Robin's always the bottom bitch. Um, oh, dude, that's going to be... <laughs> like, same with Returns and Forever, like, that massive gap. There is, like, Forever, and then there's Batman and Robin for me. It's, like, way down the bottom. Yeah. Uh, listener comments, though, we did... We, we had one uh, on Instagram from uh, Danae Stark, 477. Uh, this is the best Batman film to date. It's dark and disturbing and Catwoman is spot on and no one has been able to do better than Michelle Pfeiffer. The dialogue, story, character arcs are all on point. After this came after this came the campy kids after this came the campy kids Batman films. Sorry, after this came the campy kid Batman films and although I enjoy them, Batman Returns will always be a perfect Christmas movie. Sorry I butchered that. I fucking, my eyes couldn't stop reading. Yeah, that's, dude, I mean fucking, to quote you, nail on the head that's exactly why I picked it. It's just just the dialogue. It's very quippy. It's very cynical. It's snarky. I like it. Um, without being too looked down the brim of its nose at you. Um, but I mean, that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much all I got. I'm fucking tapped, man. I mean, you know, like it's our first Batman movie. I'm excited to have it covered. I'm looking forward to doing some more of them. Um, you know, God knows if we're gonna, you know, if, uh, God knows when we're gonna do the Dark Knight because that is a fucking mammoth one. To, that that's probably gonna end up being. Like, like a four-part episode because we're all going to be fighting over the microphone. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, if unless you got anything else to say, do you uh, do you want to jump off here, man? No, man. No, that's I'm I'm fucking tapped. I'm all Batmaned out. <laughs> well, uh, like I said, you guys know where to find us on social media. Please uh, stop by, rate, review us on iTunes. If you got any comments, or suggestions, you know, maybe something you guys would uh, want to see us cover, you can email us midnight double feature at gmail.com. And until next time, we will catch you guys later. 